our intro our intro welcome back to just church it always feels like so long since i've talked to you guys but it's really just been really a week welcome back to just trish if you guys like that new intro shout out to lou wizzle a lot of people said it's like nanny it's like girls next door anna nicole i'll take all of that it was done by lou wizzle louise jose monster on instagram his style is amazing and he did that actually so quickly and so cute and i love it we are an official talk show it feels so legit with that intro i watched it like 10 times on loop and sent it to everyone i know i was so iconic i'm always watching it you sent me that little tiktok (laughs) clip and i was like this is so cute i feel like it's a real tv show i know i love it in just a few weeks we've really upped the production value like it's kind of crazy i know it's going twice a week (laughs) now it's gonna be almost i mean it's like literally every day this week we're doing interviews every day this week but no i know i got i was in my feelings yesterday when i was posting us i was just like wow this is like a dream come true it's like my own talk show and i was thinking you and Moses, I had no pictures of Moses buying, the, buying there, but I was like, I loved our journey together because it's just like, everyone loves you. You're a oh. hit. You're so smart, so talented. I've always said this and it's like, it's so nice to like hear people say that. Oh, thank you. I mean, it is like I tell you every single time, a dream come true oh. to get to work with you. It's just like my soul sister, like we just, we see each other and so it's just much. so nice. It's You're so validating. So yes, that's how I feel too. I was like, wow, like this is someone and I've always loved you and I've always pushed for you. Anything I do, I'm always just like I'm always so close I'm like Oscar he's so good and it just was like perfect timing that this all like worked out I know out. it was God's plan yeah we to quote Aubrey. In there. Yeah. <laughs> Aubrey Aubrey Graham Aubrey Graham is that his last name Drake's last name oh I don't know oh I didn't know uh, well you saying- referred to <laughs> Trisha texted me yesterday. I talked about it, Aubrey, and you thought I just mentioned the first name Aubrey, oh, and you was like, "Oh, Drake,", Drake and I was like, yeah. "No, no, different." But, uh, isn't there a model named Aubrey Graham, like a plus size Ashley model? Graham. Ashley Graham. Ashley Graham. Okay, no relation. That's why I was like, wait, okay, no sorry. Relation. Yeah, there's too many Aubreys. I love the name Aubrey though. So it's it's a, it's a good name. Like everyone named Aubrey is an iconic person. I feel. Actually, yeah, you're you right. Know? There is a yeah. I haven't thought of one Aubrey that's a flop. You're right. I mean, I only know maybe like two, but yeah, yeah. I know Aubrey Drake, but we yeah. don't know his last name. Maybe Aubrey Graham. <laughs> Aubrey Graham. Fact I'm like ninety percent the research department. Aubrey, you, you're everything. <laughs> it is Aubrey Graham. That was okay. right. Yeah. So we know Aubrey Graham. We know Aubrey O'Day, of course. Icon. Oh, Aubrey Plaza. Oh, okay. Icon too. I like yeah. Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey from Teen Mom, the daughter, oh, Chelsea's daughter. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking Chelsea's name was Aubrey, but no, Aubrey. Okay, I we love an Aubrey name. It's, it's a it's a vibe for sure. <laughs> How have you been? Are you surviving the hurricane? Yes, luckily survived. Although I will say, like for a minute, I was definitely like survivalist mode for some reason. I was like, let me buy water, let me buy a flashlight, and then I went to Target, no water, no flashlights, and then I lost like all my will. I was like, if I if I get swept away and drown, then so be it. <laughs> I mean, literally, LA thought that everyone was going to like Costco. It was wild. Yeah, but like, why did they? think that like i don't know i don't follow weather <laughs> or politics I think everyone was kind of preparing for the worst i think really i have like no survival instincts i think if it came down to it You're just like i'm just gonna let it happen i'm just gonna let it yeah, yeah whatever happens style, happens yeah for sure. yeah no i thought about that i my first thought was like oh no we have hot topics monday and i get glam i get hair and makeup and i'm just like are they gonna make it out here i did a photo shoot this morning and i was like no this can't ruin it no matter what happened i knew i had to be here we just have too much to go over we today so, so much tea much. we're like texting about it there was like <laughs> so much happening so much going on and like, I can't like keep up like I mean I, like last week I was like so I don't know it's like you know once you're on that momentum train like stuff is happening like yeah. literally last week was like every single day this week every single day and I was like no I need to like schedule time off because I, I used to have all my days free and now yeah. it's like I have no days free which I like to have a day off you know what I mean yes. you have no day off you're like working 
nonstop. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. But you are like three jobs in. It's rough, but you know what? The passion, the love I have for the craft <laughs> that really pushes me You're through. Just do, no, you do so good. <laughs> okay, first of all, thank you for becoming members. There is a membership on this channel during the live chats. We do cute little like Trish emojis so you can join for like a dollar <laughs> or something. I don't know. And I really appreciate it. We love the membership support. We love it. Someone's like, I would subscribe to the Patreon if we got a headshot signed by you. So maybe we need to look into it. I this. know. Honestly, we get that pink printer I was club. telling you about. Yeah. Yes. No, the printing is too complicated. Oscar <laughs> We're prints my there. notes out for me. There's like some reviews we're going to be reading here. And he prints my notes out because I just don't know how to use a printer. I swear on everything. I don't print stuff out. Like I think I even asked you when we first started dating, like, could you print stuff out for me? Like I don't print things ever. <laughs> we're going to work our way up to oh, there. It's so complicated. Even like think about printing something. I'm like, oh my God. It's so, I've never been able to do it. Wait, why were you talking about that? For headshots. Printing your headshots oh, for right. a Patreon. No, yeah. I love the idea of like a write-in fan club. Like I used to do that all the time for people. Me too. And so like every month you get like the new like just Trish photo. So like Halloween, you're going to get a Halloween photo. <laughs> It sounds I would complicated. Love that. But to get something in the mail is just so fun. I feel like you just never yeah. get that anymore. I was a member of the Miley Cyrus fan club and you got a little like membership card, which was everything. I'd flash that thing around left and right. Miley World. Yes, no, I loved I was a, I was a part of a lot of membership clubs. Like there was a Elvis impersonator named Trent Carlini. He's passed away. We wanted him for our wedding and we found out that he um died, which is like very sad. But he used to have membership cards. And I was like m- member number like 35. And I was like, wow, <laughs> wow. that's so cool. <laughs> Maybe we could work on that or get like lanyards. I love lanyards. Oh yeah. Oh, my tour. I had like lanyards for everyone. I just think they're so cool to like walk around with like a VIP. Yeah. But let's just talk about real quick one more thing we have to mention at the top of the show is the Apple Podcast Reviews. Hey, you guys, if you didn't know, you can listen to our episodes like a couple hours early or sometimes even a day early. I don't really know. But you can listen to them early for sure if you want to get up first thing in the morning and listen like on your way to work because they don't come up to like noon on this channel. But if you want to listen to audio only, there's Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And also, if you leave a nice review, we'll read it because I ask people on Twitter to go leave like nice reviews because that's where I like to read them and I realized we can't moderate Apple podcast reviews so then a lot of trolls came out so please go leave a nice comment because there's a lot of trolls on there and so then that's when I had Oscar I was like could you just go read the nice comments so I can read them (laughs) on the thing because I like to have my comments moderated and so yeah here's our comments okay here we go this is our five-star review so thank you on the Apple podcast app this is just the show the podcast community needed you're welcome refreshing raw and real I love oh that's a good one. Like, um, what is like going raw or like, you know, for a podcast, like raw dog. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say raw. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what is that called when you don't use a condom, right? It's going raw. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right? I don't yeah. know. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> That's a, a different kind of podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you should wear a condom, but I love Trisha already, and I'm so happy to see her doing her own show. Thank you so much. I would love this. I mean, we're calling it a podcast because that's like what's vibing right now, but I just really want this to be a TV show. I really think like I have what it takes. What do you think? Are you kidding? Uh, if anyone has it, it's you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I always felt it. Did you see on my little Instagram, my little manifesto from like five years ago? Yeah. I'd love to be married. I have kids and have my own talk show. It's And this is literally, uh, this to me, this, this is like the pilot for, Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, I really think with me, I always have to show people. Because I think that yeah. yeah, I think it's good. And then people are like, oh, yeah, that's pretty they good, the actually. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, let's hope that this gets uh, my own show. But thank you guys so much. Yeah, this is the elevated dish with Trish. I didn't have any help on dish with Trish. And now I have you and Moses, who are like the dream team. You guys are like a <laughs> staff of like 20 people. I mean, Moses, the fact they literally built this stage <laughs> is like kind of crazy. The lighting's like the so lighting intense. Is like- <laughs> 
It's like wild. I used to never do lighting. People would ask me why I filmed on my kitchen floor. And it was literally because that was the only place that had lights, you know? Like everything else was so dark in that apartment. So I was like, well, it had like lights above me. So I was like, I, I used mean, it. The, the camera crew, Moses lighting. Grip is Moses. Grip, set design, <laughs> production. He like brings the chairs in and out. Like he's, what's that? What is so that set good. design? That's stage manager. Yeah. Stage manager. So much. Just Trish is just amazing. Trish really found her calling with this podcast. Great energy all around. Can't wait for the merch. The merch is coming. Oh, I'm so excited. I have a call tomorrow about the merch. And this is like custom merch. Like, I just, I can't do the generic, no offense, to, like, Fanjoy, Spreadshirt. One, they take, like, insane amount of money. Like, Spreadshirt, like, print-on-demand stuff. Like, you literally get, like, $4 of, like, a $30 t-shirt. It's insane. Two, I, because I I found another custom company, and it's, like, so sick. Like, I lost a ton of money with Sad Boy merch, so (laughs) I could very much lose a ton of money with this. But I'm excited for this merch more than anything. I think it's going to look so cool. It might, like, not come till Christmas, but I think it's going to be really, really cool. And we are investing money into it, and hopefully, like, it. There's and there's some cheap options. We have some like, uh, cheaper t-shirts, but still custom, like foils and like still Oh, I stuff. love that. Yeah, I don't, you know, I just try to be different. I want to wear stuff that I actually wear and I love merch. I'm a merch queen. I buy everyone's merch. I'm obsessed with merch. I think it's cute. Especially my own merch. I mean, Moses wears my sad boy merch all the time to this day. <laughs> I thought my sad boy merch was a bop, but it was like too expensive. And then they also charge us, like we really have like a $5 margin in there. Usually clothes you have like whatever, but this time we have it more affordable. I made sure we had the time. Everything was rushed and we got scammed last time. Story of our lives. Got scammed at the <laughs> wedding, got scammed with the merch. It's a whole thing. So thank you for that review. I have been watching you for the last seven years and I am so proud and happy for you. You are such an amazing mom. Thank you. I am so glad you are doing a podcast again because you are so funny and I love your hot topics. Yeah, we're like just calling them hot topics at this point. I don't think I Trish takes in. Every episode a little yeah. different. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I have BPD too and I know how hard it can be to navigate seeing the growth in you. It gives me hope. Thank you for being the best version of yourself and thank you for that comment. That's so nice. These comments are literally so nice and thank you guys seriously. The people, there was already comments there before I asked people to leave comments. I was like, that's so cool. People leave comments. It's like Yelp reviews. I'm like, who leaves a Yelp review? I know. Do you? No, only when sometimes they'll be like, oh, we'll give you like a free dessert if you leave a review. And I'm like, <laughs> <"Is it> the <laughs> yeah, discount? Yeah. I do love that. They're like, do it right now and you'll get 10% off. I'm like, okay. My husband leaves reviews all the time for everything. I found his Yelp account or was it a Google? <laughs> I don't even know why I did that. You had so many. You like every single place he went to was like, great sandwiches or this is mostly brown rice. It should be called brown rice. I was like, what are these reviews? Because I just felt it can be helpful for some people. It, <laughs> I so read reviews before I like buy or go anywhere so it's the people like Moses who are making my life easier actually yeah so maybe we should yeah, maybe leave we should more pay reviews it forward. yes <laughs> and please leave reviews on this podcast I never leave reviews I only leave reviews when something's horrible and then I'm like I need to tell people how horrible this yeah. is but I should do it when there's like good service too because there's mm-hmm. some great service thank you guys genuinely from the bottom of my heart like I am so happy this like people like it I mean I've done so many flops in the past couple years so anything that people have a positive response to I appreciate because I do I do feel like we are like a little bit of like a gossipy podcast but I think we do it very lighthearted. I try to see the good of people, even Ariana. I try to, you know, I try to see like the positive and we don't know all the facts. You know, we have no idea, which is like the craziest thing about gossip when you think about like Ariana and Ethan Slater. It's like maybe him and his wife were like having the worst time ever and <laughs> they just, you know, he's like, oh, I need an out or whatever. And maybe the Ariana wasn't even out. Maybe they really did divorce and we don't know. Like maybe, maybe they're not even dating. Who knows what's happening? But like, how is it confirmed? That's what I want to know. Like, I how know. do we confirm this? It's fun to just like gab about it though. I mean, of course, I'm a little biased, <laughs> but I feel like we come at things a little 
lighthearted. We try to be as see both sides, especially me. I try to be like a little unserious with it all because really at the end of the day, like, you it's know, not it's not that serious. Mm-hmm. Some of it is, which we'll, I mean, we'll get to today is a little serious. We say the serious for the end because yeah. it is so like triggering. Heavy, yeah. It's so heavy. And the, yeah, there's like fun drama. And then like the people who do like when there's like a serious thing, it's so hard to like Yeah, when people are stuff. really, really affected, you know, then we get to put our journalist hats on and we yeah. Like, yeah, we dive which in there. Out, well, at the end, but shout out yes. for being like the literal journalist of yeah. YouTube. Just like researching, getting all the interviews for everyone involved. I'm like, if everyone put that much effort into videos, like we could have a well-rounded version of a story. And everyone, like she said at the beginning, is like, you know, I present the facts. You can like have your opinion about it. And mm-hmm. I think that's like so smart. But I do think when you do, like when people are talked about, like even Ariana, like she got more followers. Her perfume is sold out twice at Ulta, which I have the perfume, but I'm waiting for next week when I do my Ariana cosplay. Oh, and I'm, gonna get I'm to, excited it's in there. to see it's that. It's in there. Yeah, we have, I got and, two of us. And also those people are invited to come and be a guest that's and, right. you know, clear up. Ariana Grande. Come on. I would love it. Gosh, we need a Drake moment we need a britney we need an ariana grande moment rachel zegler rachel come on oh my down. gosh did you see all the <laughs> stitches that tiktok got oh my god people yes. were stitching and people were not happy no. my pr campaign ah uh, you know i'm gonna like go on the side of like i do kind of feel bad for rachel zegler maybe she's just like not aware she she did do an apology video whether she met her i was like you know what i just feel like people are like so hard on her for no reason look i'm still not seeing the snow white movie and i don't think it's necessarily her fault i think the thing that bothers me actually more than the whole rachel zegler thing is the magical creatures for real like i'm just like i don't want to see this i don't want to see this it doesn't look good well did you see that the was it the son of the original director of snow white even spoke out against the remake did you see that no what do you say his name is david hand he's the son of the director of the original like animated snow white said it's a whole different concept and i just totally disagree with it and i know my dad and Walt would also very much disagree with it. Mm. And he said it's a disgrace that Disney is trying to do something new with something that was already such a success earlier. That's what it is, especially Disney, the first Disney princess movie. Like, it's just so beloved. Like, how are you going to touch it? I know. I think... Or mess with it. It's all kind of just unfortunate because I think that the problem with it comes to the original idea and I feel like Rachel Zegler is really getting the brunt of, like, all of that. But you know what? I know. You love her. I don't... She became a a client of mine and I don't even know how I adopted her. (laughs) Yeah, you're like, I'm going for her. Yeah, so far, you know... (sighs) I just, so I did do, you saw that, I did a TikTok where I just yeah. put a lot of positive moments of Rachel yeah. Zegler together and to show, like, no, too yeah. late. <laughs> but you know what? I was, I was still going to try. And I will say a lot of people are like, these are all old interviews, old clips. Well, so are the clips of her yeah. originally talking about Snow White. They're from uh, literally a year ago. Right. So let's just remember that. I don't and- know what it is. Rachel <laughs> Zegler, like not her, but the Snow White thing I think about, it, like you see up at night, it makes me so upset. I don't know why. And I'm trying to let it go because honestly, like that is annoying when there is like a hate train and it's just like, it's really like <laughs> not that serious like it's not that serious and like honestly it falls more in Disney like Disney maybe just needs to like scrap it or if they really did write a Snow White that it's not about a prince or falling in love it's like then that's not Snow White that's just not name it something else yeah, yeah like literally and I'm just like okay that that doesn't make sense but you wait know. so was that video like the one that looked like she was on Skype or Zoom or something was that recent that's- no that was an old but oh. it- <laughs> oh, I thought she was like you know what guys I learned oh no okay I can't I can't forgive yet <laughs> I thought that was no. new no oh Okay. Uh, yeah. We talk about Snow White everyone. And I'm just, I know. I'm so I'm so over. I don't want to see. I really do think Disney just needs like pull let it go. On it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that might be yeah. the better way. But I'm like on this like weird thing, like this like conspiracy theory that they're all like the same person, or like why this look is a thing. So do you know Jack Ottenoff? Yeah. 
Who is it? <laughs> a, <laughs> I know she went to his wedding over the weekend. Oh, yeah. So he's a music pro- he produces a lot of Taylor's music, and he also oh. works with like Lana Del Rey and Lord. And he was also in um he's in the band like Bleachers. And you remember the group Fun? No. F U N. Oh, no. Was, was it in the treadmills? Maybe. I do remember that music video. Maybe it was. Them. I don't know if it was them. Oh but. my god. Okay, so why does everyone look like Jack Ottenoff? Rick Glassman and Elliot Grange. And you kind of look like them, too. Put all their pictures side by side right now, including you. (laughs) Why is everyone going for this look with the hair, the glasses? Like, everyone's, like, morphing into this, like, look, this person. And I've never seen it before. So I was seeing the Jack Atanov, whatever, on Twitter. And I was just like, wait, that this Rick Glassman guy's everywhere. He was on the Bobby podcast. He was, like, on, like, Trash Tuesday. I don't know who that is either, but he's everywhere. And then uh, Elliot Grange, he's also everywhere. And I'm just like, why are these people being promoted? What is this look? To me, they look like men in black or, like, something... I don't know that they were like some conspiracy that they're sent here with the aliens. Is it just because it's dark hair and glasses? <laughs> and they all wear like suits, right? <laughs> Jackie Antonov, not really. I mean, he's the one I know the most. And he, I mean, he, he wore a suit, suit. For, for his wedding. Exactly. <laughs> And that's the only time I've ever seen him. And I see it everywhere, like him in a suit everywhere. And I saw Elliot Green in a suit everywhere. And then I see this Rick Glassman, like with Bobby all of a sudden. And I'm like, how is this fitting in with like all her rappers? Like, it's so weird. And I'm looking at you and I'm like, okay. Oh, oh my God. You have the same glasses. Right. Everyone had those round glasses. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just trend. But I also think Jack Antonoff is like really cute. And like, so I, cute. I mean, his style is kind of like trendy. I mean, he wears like when he's casual for his wedding, yeah, suit, but like on a casual oh. day, he wears like ironic t shirts and like jeans and pants and stuff. He's oh. very like simple. <laughs> you need to come dress very, as like, Jack New York. Antonoff. I honestly would. I, I yeah, I, I would. I love him. Jack Antonoff. Yeah, I think he's a cutie. I saw Taylor. I, she's like all over my Twitter now because of you. I feel like my for you page is just all Twitter, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'm kind of over it. Like I love Taylor. I was Pisa, trying really you know? hard to not bring her up today, but I mean, it's, it's like it's so hard. Yeah. What were you gonna bring her up for? I was. I was gonna try to avoid her all. Okay. Call. And my <laughs> notes specifically, I was like writing around. Although speaking of Jack Antonoff's wedding, this was so Trish coded. I was losing my mind. I love Did you, you see say that. it? Like, I don't know if this person's trish-coated, and I, like, love that. Well, did you see Lana Del Rey at Jack Antonoff's wedding? No. Wait, okay. was, she, was she wearing Crocs or something? Was... Yeah, so okay, she was wearing – um, it was Croc adjacent. They were, like, lemon jelly pink sliders. Okay, um, love. And she was – but people were coming for her because she wore um, a dress that was, like, light pink and white. And people thought it was, like, inappropriate that she Why? was wearing – Was it sexy or just the colors? Just the – like, white, wearing white. Even though it was, like – it wasn't all white. It was white and, like, a little bit – and, like, mostly light pink. It was, like, a little lace dress. I have it for you if you want to see and it. And Taylor but... Swift was there? Taylor Swift was also there, yeah. And that's when the, the fans stormed the funny. Yes, and they, everyone, sh- like, showed up, and it was kind of wild, but... Um, I mean, how is that, like, news? Do you know what I mean? Like, it was all over my For You page, and I'm like, why is this talked about so much? So I think a lot of them may not even, like, be fans. It's, like, just the idea, especially when it's, like, not... It's not LA, you know? It's not like there's a whole bunch of, like, famous people there. So it's, like, a town in New Jersey. So the fact that they knew Taylor was there, everyone kind of fled to be, like, around her just to, like, get the video and say they were so there. Weird. That's to be, like, so a weird. part of the moment. I I guess, I guess I see that. I mean, I, I can't judge. Like, when I was a kid, I used to go to Michael Jackson's house all the time. Like, right outside his house waiting to see him. So, like, I get I get it. Me too. I was like, okay, well, I used to, like, when when I saw Harry Styles was in Malibu, I was like, oh, let me go run into Harry Styles in Malibu back Did in you, the day. Did you, like, the same day? When I was, yeah. It was, like, oh, my directioner yeah. phase. Yeah. I gotta get that. Wait, where would you see it? Like, on his Instagram? Would he post? They would be, like, they would be, like, the update accounts on Twitter and stuff. Oh, like, Harry okay. Styles spotted in Malibu, like, uh, at a restaurant or whatever. Yeah. Um, there was, like, this one incident where he, like, threw up on it was like on the way to Calabasas which is like pretty close to me and like on the side of the freeway and I was like oh my god like let me drive by oh and that was like god. yeah it was too much it was I, too much I don't know I don't yeah I guess 
when you're a kid, I don't know. I give kids passes for the most I part. I mean, yeah, I was a, I was a teenager. Yeah. No, <laughs> I was too. I think yeah. like teenagers are that one. So I usually am like, okay, uh, I, you know, I get it. It's a different time, different time. Like yeah. except for the TikTok too. I feel like people are like, let's get it for the TikTok yeah. to say I was there. But I it's getting to like, be a little much. Even it is for a little me. much. Yeah. I feel also one more like, well, I was going to say our age, but. Back to Lana, though, the place that she hit up after the wedding was a 7-Eleven in New Jersey, oh which also really made me think yes, of you. Yes, we love a 7-Eleven. Yeah, and that's where fans met her there. And everyone's like, you have more of a chance to meet Lana Del Rey like, at a 7-Eleven than her own concert, which is <laughs> so what, true. Why she do like VIP meet? No, I think she just performs. She like gets to the stage like very last minute oh, just because yeah. she like takes her time and then she leaves and there's so many people. But yeah, go hit up a 7-Eleven nearby and you'll probably oh, my, yeah, no, her. Lana seems cool for sure. I think that's like a vibe. Did you see? your cover of a Lana Del Rey song. No. Oh, is it the AI cover? Yes. I know this account because they did like a, I'm Just Ken with me and stuff like that. What is the song they covered? You, actually, you sound though. amazing. Oh, yeah. Marina's Apartment Complex. Oh, this is from TikTok. Do that. I don't know, but it's kind of a slay. Is it under 10 seconds? Are we going to get copyrighted? <laughs> That's my first thought right there. They said the Bobby and Drake interview was taken down because of the, the Rack City for five seconds in there. Which... You don't think I so. don't believe. No. That's crazy though. The I, AI stuff is like insane. How do they do that? I don't know. It sounds like me. It sounds It crazy. literally sounds just like you. It's oh my crazy. God. That's so cool. I love that account. What is the account? Do you have it? This one. It's like yeah. AI covers or something. Oh no. I this one seeing. was posted by Bretty Fabs on TikTok. Okay. Bretty Fabs. I yeah, love that. No, there's Bretty so Fabs. many cool TikToks. TikToks being TikTok and music. What? Wait, that ahead, reminds, oh, so Selena Gomez commented on one, like an AI of her, oh, the oh, weekend. It was a Selena was Gomez like, covering. Oh. It comes back to you. Oh, though. Yeah, yeah. I saw. I'm on Selena. I'm on Selena, and Twitter, then, TikTok. Wait, I didn't it. even mention <laughs> The weekend. Your outfits. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Well, I did a teal one look early. I love Selena Gomez. I am a Selena Gomez fan. But then I also hear there's a lot of Selena hate because I was like telling someone, oh, I'm on the Selena Gomez story, and they like, actually, no, we don't like her. And I was just like, oh my God, I thought Who she was so that? popular. Um, just a couple people I know. <laughs> they were just like, no, we don't like her. And I thought she was like cool to like, but I love Selena Gomez so much. I love her on Only Murders. Um, I did see the controversy, which I didn't think was like that big of a deal. Everyone's like, if 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 someone if a guy did this, it would be weird. They said because she commented on the weekend, the cover of her doing a weekend song. And he has a girlfriend now. I it's, it is it, like you just heard yourself sing Lana Del Rey when it wasn't you, and I imagine that's like a kind of a weird like weird. to hear yourself when it's not you. What was her comment? I forgot. I think she just said this is weird. Right? Like, yeah, you're here. Okay, so maybe that's where it was. I saw on Twitter, everyone's like, "Oh my god, she's like obsessed with the weekend." Like, always oh my, commenting yeah. about him. I think it's just the phenomenon of like hearing yourself when it's not actually you. Yeah. It's kind of like no, that's so odd. scary. Yeah, I don't know how they do that. And now I feel like now they can just do anything. They can make you say anything. Yeah. Uh, I love Selena Gomez so Me much. Me too. Uh, do you love her? Okay, good. Because yeah, so I love Selena. Talked about lately is like not about her. I don't know why. She's a queen. Yeah, I was trying I to think what it. has she done that's like I got her blanket. Right away, the teal one I have. This they're both this. They were like thirty five dollars. Speaking of budget queen, I was like, <laughs> although she did have a Fendi bag in the forefront. It was a Fendi baguette, and I looked to go get it because I wanted to create the photo, and I love purses. Five thousand dollars. Oh like, my oh, gosh, no. she got that rare beauty money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. Like five thousand dollars, like nothing. I'm like, oh my god, girl, that's like so much. But and even the chair she was sitting on was like a fourteen thousand dollars chair. It was like oh my so god. Expensive. So I just did it in my backyard. Sometimes I forget that. Like she seems so relatable to me that I forget that she's like a billionaire. <laughs> I know. Is that like, crazy? Yeah. People that are billionaires. I'm like, wow, that's like insane. I wonder Literally if they goes. have any issues, any problems in life. I feel like they don't. They say they they have problems. 
but like what problems do you have i guess in the case of selena like mental and like you know lupus but and, we uh, all have oh well, we don't have lupus yeah right that is yeah. true. i mean no it's definitely sad everyone has to deal with like yeah. problems. we all do die eventually which is crazy but when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. My... Uh, pop queen at the moment. I'm obsessed with this music. Do you know who I'm going to say? Who? Are we on the same wavelength? Who? Addison Ray with her release oh. of AR. Did you see her in WeHo? Yes, of course. Where was the Hamburger Marys? So iconic. So iconic. Her outfit, her bra, her tutu. If Addison, if you come on my podcast, I will oh recreate that outfit. She looks so good. Did you see she her? Got, yeah. She gave it. I mean, it's so funny because I feel like at first, she, people were giving, like, again, she was one of those people who had like a hate train at first. Totally. Like, she was, I was you know, on it. I've apologized. I did my apology on tiktok i was on that hate train but now she's kind of giving it girl energy like she really is I think she always gave it girl energy and people just didn't want to see it so yeah it was like cool to like hate on her yeah and now it's like it girl energy and i think once the gays embrace you you're it's you're solidified like, yeah you're like in unironically there. being like endorsed by the so good yeah i mean her music's so good she did have a lady gaga song someone like found the original one it was i don't know which one it was nothing was, like, on but the, the radio. radio yeah <laughs> i feel like she needed an oh like i feel like she needed that in there but i loved her promo video of her like in Normally, a hater Trish would see that with her in the backseat of the Corvette or uh, convertible going down Beverly Hills. And I'd be like, girl, it's not safe. You're not wearing a seatbelt. But I was like, oh, I want to do that. I don't even care if I get tickets or arrested. Like, it looks so cool. It was worth she it for the serve. Yeah. Yes, I want to do that so bad. It was getting very Jocelyn and the Idol, too. Like, you know, the backseat the, of the, the car. music also is very, oh, is it's very so, that. Yeah, yeah. Also it's very my music. Yeah, that's but, so true. Um, that one's so good. I love the my legs to die for, my name to, to die, die for. for. Oh, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't have the Rhythm. I love those songs so much. And what there was one more bop. Hold on, where's the other bop? So nothing else. Is it I got it bad? Is that Oh yeah. I got it bad. Yeah, that's Mary Jocelyn. Yeah. You know it. Oh god. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Serve, serve, serve. I can't wait to see her music videos, her photos for it. it was so good. I believed in her. I felt bad because um was it a year or two ago she was supposed to perform at like Wango Tank, one of those, you know, iHeart events, mm-hmm. whatever. And she canceled because she did like didn't feel confident enough in her music. And I'm glad now that she feels good good and she's releasing it and she knows people love it i'm like is it the work. same music or was it different is it different i think it's the same music because that music has been out for a while like it's been on youtube and stuff wow yeah everyone's been like addison release the music she was always a good performer i can't remember the name of her song but she was on like jimmy fallon or something and this huge stage with like big lights and a lot of dancers behind oh her. yeah it was so obsessed good. she did obsessed yeah yes. no, that was a bop that was so yeah. good and she was so good and i was actually surprised and i was on i'll apologize again to addison Ray. i love her so much and i was like you're just apologizing to her because she's like everything right now and i'm like yeah kind of but also like <laughs> i feel bad like you know i did apologize to charlie and dixie too and i'm not like i don't stand them like i stand addison but i was like oh yeah i do feel bad because like it's embarrassing or whatever but um but addison is like so iconic and even like the movie i remember when everyone was getting giving her hate for that movie we watched it did you watch it yeah the, he's all that yeah and i'm like 
okay, whatever. It's cringy, whatever. But so is she's all that. Like all those movies are cringy. Like it's not too different from all the other like young, uh, like young adult teen, yeah. like rom coms and stuff. And it's not like the script was like that serious, no. you know. And she did a good job. I she thought she didn't find like- for her first movie. Yeah. Not terrible. You know what I she mean? She got like, a huge contract after that for movies. She's in um no, it's our, she talked about this. She's in a big horror movie this uh fall. Oh, yeah. My best friend Jeff wrote it. Oh my god. And he, he's been writing this movie. And when I met him when I was 18, so I'm 35 now. This was like 16 years ago. I met him because I was such a huge fan of Thanksgiving the trailer. It was in a Quentin Tarantino movie called Grindhouse. It was a fake trailer. And I found Jeff because he was on Eli Roth, the director. I was on he was on his top friends. So I like find Jeff because I'm like, I want to get in, I want to like be friends with these people or whatever. And then Jeff and I became best friends. He's like a really, we wrote a book together. It's called uh, Trisha's 31 Nights of Fright. It was like a horror movie book. And um, so they've been trying to get this movie made since like 2007, since the first trailer came out. Oh my out. God. Yeah. So originally I was like, oh, I'm going to be friends with them. I'll be like a hot young cheerleader in the movie. You know, like in the trailer, there's an iconic scene with the cheerleader, you know, being like going on a trampoline, anyways, if you know, you know. And I was like, oh, I'll be a cheerleader. And like literally they just got the movie made. They shot it earlier this March. And I'm like, wow, there's really no parts for me except for to be like a grandma or something in this or like a teacher. Anyways, I wasn't casted in the movie. <laughs> I wasn't asked to be in it. But I'm really proud of him because it took like so long for them to make it and it, I think it's being released November and then when I heard Addison was starring in it at first I was like a little jelly because you know in my mind I'm still like a hot 20 year old and I was like oh my god this is gonna be like I'm so mad this could have been my part but I'm also like Trish like this could not be your part this maybe like <laughs> 15 years ago maybe but I'm actually really excited for her and he actually said she was like so cool which kind of made me start like getting on the Addison like love he's like she's actually so cool she would like organize like cast like hangouts and stuff that's so sweet yeah she had like a cool apartment and like they filmed up in Canada and like um I don't know I guess I can sales i don't think it matters i mean i'm being nice but she basically like yeah like had like cute little cast meetups and stuff like that and i thought that was so cute and i love that and i'm on it and she is she is the it girl and i really think she will like blow up like big and i remember i came for her because she said she like felt like britney spears this was like a year ago i was like you'll never be britney spears i was like so mean for no reason i was just like okay she's like i'm from louisiana i like saying i mean whatever and um (laughs) she is she's probably like in the height like you know she probably is just as popular as britney spears was so i think she could totally be the next britney and i love britney so much and i don't think we had another Britney coming until this so I'm that is high praise I'm so happy for her and I love her so much and she might be my dream guest I love you Addison Ray <laughs> and the fact that she like went through all that shit with her parents like her parents oh were God. so cringy and embarrassing like, no offense, I forgot I hope they're well, about but that wasn't that cr- and that where are they wild. is Monty Lopez still on like oh my lying God. that was in the so VMA was it her mom with yes, yes. oh my Brady. God and I think she like unfollowed them or something <sighs> and I was like how are you dealing with this because if those were my parents I would it's not her fault, but it's like she handles it with such grace and like came out of it. Cause honestly, I would be so embarrassed. I would like go, I would like lose my mind if those were my parents. I know. Oh, I hate and the that. fact she didn't even mention it. Good for her. Yeah. yeah. Just like she thriving. Got Love a girl who keeps it moving. Keeps it moving say. always. Mm-hmm. I know. And I just I hope she I hope she's on good terms. Like if you know, I never like think no one should not talk to their parents, but I'm just like why? Especially the dad specifically. Yeah. I'm just like, why because he was being so cringe with like young girls, and I'm just like what is you have a daughter like what yeah and like trying to ride off her success or whatever that's it yeah that's so mm-hmm. it I think there's a way and like I, everyone knows I'm not like whatever but like the Demilios, you know they have, they have a cute little family show so it's like there's a way to do it but also not be cringe with like sticking your tongue down like 20 year olds yeah uh, have some class have some class have some decorum yes yeah. we love Addison Ray. you did it girl you're killing it I'm so like I'm so happy I'd also if I was like hater church I'd be envious and bitter and jealous and like maybe like there is because I'm like, wow, it's so good. But now I'm just like, oh, you go, girl. Like, I'm just so happy for her. I don't know why. Maybe I just, a like, collab and the, oh my god, a, po- a collab between you two would be it. kind of iconic. Honestly, yeah. I'd rather collab with Al- Addison Ray over the weekend, probably. <laughs> 
He's no longer doing features either, so oh, I was like, okay, okay yeah. I'm out of the yeah. running. But um, yeah, she, she's iconic, and she keeps it moving. Woo! All right, okay, So you on. actually inspired me with your last episode with Dr. Drew. <laughs> wow, which um, part? I actually, it made me realize that we all have things to work on. Right. You, um, always room for improvement. Dr. Drew telling us the fact, like, you yeah. know, work on this, work on this. Like, mm-hmm. Okay, thanks, Dr. Drew. So He's the great. thing I put into action already was Ooh. showing straight men more grace okay. and opening myself up to straight male entertainers i'm really okay. working on that yeah um, they're like straight straight because there's like the fluid ones we love which like no beck recently was just like i would date harry styles or taylor you know yeah. what I mean? we like the fluid but you're talking about like straight like as far as i know yeah okay. um i ended up binge watching this youtuber who i followed for a while but for some reason i just started watching his name is ted nivison i think it's his last yeah. name he is so cute. Oh, and that's why right. you need to watch. You need to do straight guy empathy. That they're just not cute. Like just straight. Like, but we're at the start. It's a start. It's a start. Yeah, baby stops. Yeah, baby working our way there. Yeah, it always helps with their. But cute, it's for mostly sure. like I think it's mostly his personality. So he, I feel like you kind of relate to this too. So he, do, him and his friend do videos where they go to one restaurant, but every single one around the world. So he went to every single Margaritaville in the USA and last year he went to every single rainforest cafe in America like road tripped and ate at every single restaurant and there was just something about it how many it. are there I think they like there's all a few shut down. I think there was like oh there's like 20 or something oh, yeah. did he get a lot of views yeah like 4 million views wow <laughs> that's like shocking to me there's so many people who get so many views and you have like never heard of them I know I figured crazy. you wouldn't have heard of them wow. but why did you get on him where did you find I think I watched the Rainforest Cafe video last year is when I first watched him but mm-hmm. I had only seen that one and then he had popped up again in my algorithm thank you Su- was Suzanne is she still in charge no, of these no there's a new there's a new guy <laughs> in Whoever. charge so the new guy shout yeah. out um, and I just clicked I was like let me get back to him oh and yeah I was really I binge watched like all his videos and he has like a deep like voice and he has glasses and he's like does he look he's like so Rick cute. Glassman and Jack I was gonna say <laughs> if I showed you a photo you would say it because he has no. dark hair he has like the same round glasses I don't know what's happening to this world that everyone <laughs> has these round glasses and dark hair like what that's so, crazy but he he had me like blushing like kicking my feet giggling like it was kind of like that yeah what it was, was it wild just like he was he eating. was just kind of funny and he's uh he went to film school so his videos are like create like edited crazy and he's like a comedian so he kind of has everything he's he has, a comedian and does yeah. Oh my god, okay. Well, but what he does has that a mean girlfriend. Is he like a stand up? Like, what does I don't know. He, I don't know. He's funny. I don't know he calls himself a comedian. I'm like, okay, well, I'm He makes me laugh. <laughs> that's, all that that's all that matters. Okay, but that doesn't really count as like straight boy empathy. Because I feel like I think of straight guys and like having empathy for the ones like the Logan Pauls. Like, he's having this. I'm not choosing to know this information. This is like my Twitter for you page. It's Taylor Swift and this person. Whoever he's fighting, I don't know. There's a fight going on and they're like promoting this fight. Is he by, like boxing again? Like, a, is it physical or is it like a. It's like wrestling or boxing. Uh, or yeah. I don't know. It's something. Straight guys, straight influencers are Love always boxing, boxing each other. Yeah. Always. I know. I'm just kind of like, okay, I don't I don't really get the boxing thing at all, but okay, whatever. Respect. <laughs> but they like promote it. And I don't know if it's like being for real or if they're serious. And like the guy, his opponent is like posting all these pictures of his like fiance. I guess Logan just got engaged and like his fiance I guess had like has been with a lot of famous guys like Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio so he's like posting like pictures of her with like literally every single person in Hollywood as if it's like so and I'm like is this like first of all if this is like put on just to promote the fight it's kind of ick but if it's not put on to promote the fight it's kind of ick it's worse yeah because yeah, it's also like someone's like this girl who's like not don't involved don't drag her it. into it yeah. yeah she's really pretty her name's Nina Abdal and yeah. she's like, really really pretty 
and honestly like to me as a girl I'm like that's kind of a flex when you're with all these Hollywood guys I'm like god I wish that was like me you know what I mean so I don't know why these guys these straight guys specifically attack like girls I'm like isn't that like off limits for all guys but like also like these straight macho guys like why are you attacking like females like, yeah you know? don't that's why why are you dragging like the partners into this little like boxing thing yeah you know? that's where my empathy lacks a little and I like started getting on the Logan Paul bandwagon thing but because I was like wow he's really good at wrestling like he's like really good but then I'm like then this stuff happens I'm like okay is this all put on for a show are you like sacrificing your fiance for this like you know for to promote a fight like maybe she just doesn't care maybe she's off. like she yeah, does not maybe. care but also maybe she's in on it yeah so I get some of that money I think too. if I was her I would I would not care because she's like such a, a successful model and she's right. dated like so many like it men it's kind of like, yeah, like wow yeah, yeah look at me with all these hot guys yeah and then Logan should feel good because he's like oh wow she like wants to be with me you know what I mean yeah I guess if someone was trying like dog on someone by saying like I was hot and dated a lot of famous people. I'd be yeah. like, well, yeah. yeah well, yeah. That <laughs> well, was like yes. my goal in life is to have like all these hot guys I dated yeah. to have like a good track record. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. yeah. I know. So then I see stuff like that and it's like, oh, like, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's always like a few steps back for me. But we like this guy. What's his name? Um, Ted Nivison. Ted Nivison. Well, yeah. Well, you're welcome to the, he has his own podcast, but you're welcome to What's Dutch Trish anytime. Okay, yeah, come on. He kind of, it's like with two other quirky guys, you know, and they talk about quirky things. I guess. I don't know. Okay, quirky people yeah. in but general. But they get a lot of views. Of... They get like, their podcast has like millions of views. Oh, it's crazy. Like three geez, million. Come on, our podcast. All right, come on it down, Ted. crazy, Ted. Ted. I think of Ted Nugent when you're saying Ted. <laughs> Who Ted. the hell is Ted Nugent? You know- <laughs> I do not know Ted We don't Nugent. want Ted Nugent on the podcast. He's very, like, conservative. He's, like, a little scary. I'm not one to judge because I love Tim Allen, and he's, like, I guess he's, like, Republican or something. I don't know. But, like, Ted Nugent's, like, a hardcore, like, oh, crazy conservative, like, in Michigan with, like, I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. I, I used to like Ted Nugent. He did the cat scratch fever. You know, uh, no idea. Oh no idea. And he is, like, 70. like, even too old for uh. me. But <laughs> how's our Don Yasmin booking? Did you get him yet? <laughs> no progress yet, but um, I saw I'm holding, I'm holding out hope. He was on E! News. Access he was Hollywood. making it all the rounds. He wasn't on ET. We could have no. We probably could have just like hung out in Studio City and just put him in a van. And, like, I love it because it's on claim to fame. Frankie Jonas, we could probably get maybe. Oh yeah, he follow me on TikTok because I was gonna send him a DM and he used to follow me and he unfollowed me. I was like, okay, oh. for Frankie Jonas, like why does someone unfollow someone? I know. They're just annoyed to see their posts all the time. But I feel like on TikTok you don't really see people you follow that often. I've never seen people. Yeah. I never go to that page. I go to the for yeah, you same. all the time. Yeah, that is interesting. Another one on Twitter. Twitter's kind of like or X. Oh, Do you get in trouble if you don't say Twitter? No. Okay, X. Yeah. <laughs> X, I don't know. X is, like, my also my, like, go-to. I'm talking so loud today. I don't know why. But um, there was this, like, trending topic, and we kind of talked about it. It was, like, trending for literally, like, 20 minutes, and then I was told, like, it was fine or whatever. And it's, like, I kind of wonder if this was, like, planted or whatever. But did you hear the drama about the Bradley Cooper nose? Yes. It was, like, trending. And then, like, then the kids of the of the guy that he's playing in the movie, I have his name, Leonard Bernstein. The yeah. kids are, like, oh, no, he'd be fine with it. So, Bradley Cooper, like, there's pictures of him. He's in this biopic, I guess, about this Mastro Leonard Bernstein. And they put, and Leonard Bernstein is Jewish, and they put a prosthetic on Bradley Cooper's nose, and, like, the internet was outraged by this. And I was, like, so I'm, like, looking at this, and I guess there was outrage for a couple reasons. One, they're, like, oh, my gosh, that's anti-Semitic, which, you know, I kind of have, like, okay, there's a lot to talk about. But, like, the anti-Semitic thing, sometimes, like, when you, like, over use it in the wrong way, then it takes away from the real anti-Semitism in the world, which there's a lot of anti-Semitism in the world. There's a ton of anti-Semitism and I'm married to a Jewish man like obviously like I we see it all the time like if we just say like oh like Israel his family's from Israel they're like people just hate on it which I think is anti-Semitic but to say this I was like oh I don't know I don't want to be the judge of anti-Semitism so that's why we have Moses here because I, like <laughs> I shouldn't be the judge on anti-Semitism but we have my husband who I'm very proud 
Jewish man yes. from Israel. I'm always proud of that. And it's not a fetish, y'all. I'm proud of it. I think it's amazing. I think, like, like I don't know. I appreciate the culture. I love the culture. I love the people from there. Thoughts, I looked to you because I was like, okay, what is, like, is this anti-Semitic? What were your thoughts on it? Well, when I first saw it, when I saw the picture, I immediately thought, wait, this is like fake outrage. This is like a PR stunt or something, you know. Right away you thought that. Yeah, because if you know the original, like, these used to be like sketches Mm -hmm. they used to make of Jewish people that were anti-Semitic. And Mm -hmm. it was like this big hook nose. And it has a very specific shape. This guy had like a straight nose. And I think they just had a little bit on the bridge. They just added a little bit, which honestly, I don't think they needed to add. But, well, that was mm-hmm. the other thing. So people like, were saying Bradley Cooper's nose already kind of looked like that. He kind of looked like that. But I get it. Like sometimes if you look at somebody, it's like an artwork. You look at it and it's like, if I just put that little thing there, it yeah. will look exactly like that. Or maybe I don't want them to see Bradley Cooper. I want them to see somebody else. Leonard Bernstein. Yeah. Well, then, then we were also going on to that and I was just like, okay, so Austin Butler wore a nose prosthetic for Elvis. Uh, Rami Malek wore one for Freddie Mercury. Both are non-Jewish well, I guess technically Elvis was half Jewish, according to people. They're <laughs> like, he's half Jewish. Um, but they did wear a prosthetic. Rami Malek wore a prosthetic for Freddie Mercury, who also wasn't Jewish. So it's like, I like, yeah, they're just, you were like, what you're kind of echoing that is like, you're just trying to like match as close as you can to the yeah. person's face. But also, I think the reaction to it was worse than what they did. Because suddenly yeah. I opened Twitter and the thing that trends is Jew face. Yeah, did you <gasps> see I that? Like, no. I was like, what? wait a minute, why am I seeing Jew face everywhere? And that's the word that's trending. Yeah. And I'm like, what's happening here? Because they could have put other prosthetics on him, not just the nose to make him look like this person. But if you really know Jewish people, they don't have those noses. Like there's some people that do, but the majority don't. To and me Jewish that was people, like anti-Semitic, yeah. Yeah, like Jewish people are from all over the world. They could be white, they can be Arabic, they can be black. They're from all over mm-hmm. the world. They're Jewish people and they look like everything and anything. So suddenly when I see Jew face trending, I was like, this is wrong. Offensive, right? That yeah. was, I was like, okay. I don't know. That was like a little bit, I don't know. That was like jarred me for a minute. I was just like, and then the kids did come out of the composer and they're like, he would be fine with it. And then everyone's like, okay, it's done. This I think they were involved with the process of like figuring out the look too. Right. Um, yeah. To like know what is needed and stuff like that, which yeah, I saw Bradley Cooper's nose and I was like, honestly, it looks like very similar. It was very just like slanted. Whatever. Yeah. But, but if you're playing someone, you should, like if I was playing someone and like you wanted different prosthetics, like you know you should put it on yeah i saw like another perspective was because it's kind of like a oscar bait kind of thing because Mm. people love the physical transformations and like the movies that you mentioned too oscar winning movies yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. Yeah. rami malek which is like random okay Bradley Cooper's nose isn't that different yeah. um, from the person he's playing. So it was like, why even go about it? But then when someone mentioned, I think it's like an Oscar bait campaign, you know, because he really wants the Oscar push and people go crazy. If you like lose a lot of weight, gain a lot of weight, if your face looks different, right. it's what like really wins Oscar voters. But it's, it's so kind funny. of, yeah, like it's like whale. a crazy thing to think of. Yeah. Just make a good movie. Uh, yeah. I, I know. But I, that's what? Where, like, maybe this is like uh, outrage, like that like, manufactured outrage. But also like maybe the people, I always find the people who are most offended sometimes are not directly from that community you know what I mean it's always like so that's why I'm like okay in this situation because you should ask the people of the community so then I just turn to my husband I'm like is this because you know me I'm just like oh that's kind of crazy that's considered that but maybe I'm not the source and so I asked Moses and no I mean people forget the fact that they're actually making this whole movie about a Jewish person a-list celebrity yeah. you know like actors and all that like that's the reality they're not gonna make a mockery of someone yeah, when they're doing their life but if you life. don't represent 
Yeah. Then that's worse. We're also going to get a camera on Moses because I did the whole thing. No, because I'm like, it's just me while you're talking, which I mean, if they're listening to audio on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, it's totally fine. But um, yeah, also, I'm just not a fan of Bradley Cooper. Just my picture there. Yeah, that's good. You're on the phone. Like, on with us right now. That's that's not a bad idea, baby. You're so smart. I'll see that movie. I'll go see. I won't see Snow White, but I'll go see the Leonard Bernstein movie. It's so funny. I love biopics because, like, most of them I don't even know. Like, I knew nothing about Freddie Mercury before the movie, and then I became like, the biggest fan. I'm like, I love him as everyone did. So Ram and Alex just did a good job. I think like I like dog on him. I don't know why. I saw, I'm just harder on straight male actors, I guess, because I'm like Bradley Cooper. Like, like I, oh, I did a podcast last week. I was on someone's podcast and I was talking about like how Paul Rudd's overhyped. And I'm like, maybe I'm just a hater on straight guys. Because I was like, oh, Bradley Cooper, oh, Paul Rudd, oh, who was the one I just met? <laughs> Rami Malik. Kind of like over them, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think it's just because they're straight and I have this like aversion straight men at the moment. Also speaking of straight men, Darius Jackson. Do you see all that mess? No. Do you know him? No. Who is that? <laughs> who is, oh my God. Okay. Uh, this is Kiki Palmer's baby daddy. Oh my God. Yeah. You have to refer to him as like Miss, like Kiki <laughs> yeah, Palmer's Kiki baby. Palmer's He's like not baby like a yeah. name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So I was like so mad and livid when this story first came out about him like shaming her what she wore to Usher's concert. I was like. She just had a baby. It looked so phenomenal. Like, who are you? She's Kiki Palmer, first of all. And I'm just like, who are you to say anything? I was livid. I was like, ew, this man is trash. Like, I get so mad. And like, I get why, like, I get people stay in like relationships, whatever. But I was like, this guy is so trash. Like, you're Kiki Palmer. You just had a baby, like all this stuff like that. So I was like, already mad about the whole thing. And then I was shocked that they broke up. I'm like, that came out of nowhere, I felt, right? Like, I mean, rightfully so but do you did they break up because of that like i mean i don't know when kiki is like the breadwinner she is a mogul she does so much so much so talented so mm-hmm. funny just had a baby and to like publicly clown her and try to make like to publicly shame her to make her try to make her look foolish or feel bad about herself i am so glad that she stood up for herself and is, 100%. yeah i think everyone's like woo go because you know there's so many situations kind of like the ned fulmer and ariel it's like oh you're still with him and like i get it when you have kids like it's a whole thing like i, I kind to get it but at the same time when someone it can leave especially when you just had a baby with someone like you know you do applaud that although that is a hard situation because then the baby doesn't see what it's, it's hard but um yeah no I think it's amazing I think that's like one of the strongest like moves you can make and maybe there was other reasons but even just for that comment alone and then doubling down once he's called out because that's the other thing yeah. like if you're called out you're like oh shit like, I messed up or whatever but then he's just like no I said what I said like I hate yeah and his i guess his twitter likes to like uh were a mess like he was liking all kinds of crazy stuff about like women and like crazy political stances too which is like it's just so like opposite of what you think of kiki you know like kiki is just so empowering and so i did i'm a kiki palmer stan i love her i love her and everything akila and the beach true jackson scream queens when she was a co-host with like oh with michael straight yeah did they have that show there was three of them they did three's company remember there was like another blonde person maybe yeah what what morning show was that it was like was it like kiki michael and whoever the other person was it was like gma but it was a part of one of those yeah 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 she's great she should host good morning america she would be so good like her adrian balone i think should be gma Host. I love Kiki's podcast. Like I just, yeah, I live podcast. for her. I yes, Kiki, please come on. So I was just like, I'm so happy that she just left him because it just seemed like, yeah, you need to. Ha- when you're Kiki Palmer, you deserve a man who like respects you. Uh, yeah. Did you ever see that video of Timothy Chalamet when Kiki Palmer interviewed him? <laughs> no. It was at the one? Met Maybe. Gala. Which one? She was interviewing him at the Met Gala when she was the Met Gala correspondent one time, and yeah. he like completely was like trying to it was checking her out, hitting on her in the interview. He was, like, really trying to lay it on thick for her. But she was, like, already taken back then. Like, I think she was probably with Darius. It was, like, two years ago. Uh. Um, 
But hey, Timmy. Timmy, Timmy now. Timmy, come on. What did she do? What did she say? What was the iconic part of it? He did like the up and down. Oh my God. You like, always talk about the up and down. That's what he does. Good He's job like... editing that in the last episode though. I don't usually watch the episodes back, but I happened when I do the live chat, I saw it. I was like, okay, yes. Editing. We love that. That was yeah. good. You're such a good editor. You're so good at it. Oh my God. Oh yeah. I remember the Kiki one where she's at the Met Gala and she's like, isn't she the one that did the sound? Like, um, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's you know, her. Yeah, girl. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, Kiki is a queen. I love her so much. And I was like shocked when they broke up but I was like honestly good for her and then that she doubled then she doubled down by being an Usher's music video legend so behavior good. legend and, behavior and doing cosplaying as Usher it's like I don't yeah. need to be a girl in yours I'm gonna be Usher in your video she is so smart living like, my dream <laughs> I love like I would love to be in a My Chemical Romance video playing Gerard Way or something like that's so I think Justin Timberlake did that for Elton John like I think that's like a thing people do and I think that's like so iconic I love it so much I, and the timing too, that was a fast turnaround like <laughs> they capitalized yeah. which is so smart I like Usher. He's cool. He used to be like so big in like the early 2000s. Uh, yeah. Well, everyone kind of everyone's been out to his Vegas show. Like Kim uh, went out to his Vegas show. Mm. Zendaya and, and Tom Holland went out to his Vegas show. I guess people yeah. are really living for that. I but to I want to go to Vegas. We're trying to do like a podcast up in Vegas. Oh, did you ever email that guest? I in did. Yes. Yeah, so did I you ever hear back? back? Not yet. Oh, but okay. I can double check later today. To. But yes, there's I a couple did email. people in Vegas. We're trying to do. I really just want to go to Vegas. Donnie Osmond's in Vegas. <laughs> I, I tweet him all the time. I'm like, I don't get why he doesn't respond to me. I also tweeted Eminem to be on our show because Bobby had Drake. And I was like, me and Eminem, we had history, have history 14 years ago. Yeah. I think he'd be such a good ho- uh, guest. I, yeah. And you I, yeah, you guys do have history. That was an iconic music video. So good. Yeah. That was my claim to fame. I want to be on claim to fame and say that I was in an Eminem music video. That was my biggest thing to this day. That was so long ago. But dang, that was so much fun. Yeah. I love him. I want to interview Eminem. Do you think he does podcast interviews? No. Never? His daughter did one recently. Maybe well, she has a Oh, does she? Oh, oh, okay. I was like, I know I saw her in something. I think it's called, um, oh, a little shady. That's smart. <laughs> Isn't that uh, yeah. cute? Like she's a little shady. I yeah. love it. I thought that was so cute. I'll go on her. I like Haley. I mean, I don't I don't know like too much about her, but I see her on TikTok. I think I follow her on TikTok actually. Maybe we'll start with her and then yeah, work her way up. I yeah. just know the name. Like I just ugh, I just I just I love Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> I love Marshall. Oh, and Drake gave out a Birkin bag. Did you see that? No, at a concert? Yeah, you didn't see that. No. Last LA when he like gave a Birkin bag to like a front row person, and then someone's like, "You have to give like security to like that person because they have to like leave this area." Oh so my god! Like, so, yeah, he just Jake. Uh, Drake is kind of wild lately. Right? Yeah, like, I saw the photo. He had his hair in like the and like the puffs recently. <laughs> yeah, I was, was like, what is going on with that Drake? That was Trish coded. I was like, oh, that, come on, just Trish like that. That was cute. Was very <laughs> Trish coded. I don't know. You're I'm right. not like a Drake stan. I can't get on that bandwagon. I just know he had a lot of views for Bobby, so I'm like, I'll take him. I'll have him on the podcast. <laughs> I only remember him from Degrassi. Like Degrassi was like, yeah, on I, was like I never watched that show. Oh wow. No, I'm not too into like those kind of teen yeah, shows. It was pretty cutting edge back in the day. It what covered everything. Even, what did it even air? I never even heard of it. Like it was time. a Canadian show, but it aired on God, the N. I want to say it was called Noggin. The N. Never heard of it. It was like adult. <laughs> it was like adult Nickelodeon, I think, oh or God. like young adult. Literally yeah. never. There's another X story slash Twitter that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I think like X my X. So there was um, a TikToker. So he's also on Twitch. His name is King. Moxu, I think is how you pronounce it. But he went viral on Twitter because a Twitter account called Real Sigma Male, which the biggest eye roll of the century. What is that, like a fraternity or something? I think it's like a I think it's like a male positivity Twitter is kind of the vibe. Oh, we don't love that? No. Well, he was trying to dunk on um, this TikToker because he is like Barry's plus size and he's dating uh, his girlfriend is like small and petite. Oh, 
I know this person. Yeah. Yes. Oh, you do yeah, know him. I, yes, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. He's always said that one. Like, there you go. Oh, yes. Yeah, and he always jiggles his belly. Yes. Yes. I've seen it, them all over TikTok. So yeah. So he went viral on Twitter because every the uh, people were quote tweeting his TikTok. They thought the um, the girlfriend was fake, like just trying to promote her only like an OnlyFans or something. Oh, okay. And they were everyone was trying to like dunk on him, and then when he, then he like uh, fought back and was like, "Sorry, I can pull." girls is what i'll say i overall i like the vibe though i was like okay like because you always hear i feel like it's more common maybe with like plus size girl with like you know more thick guy whatever um but i like that it was kind of reversed for once you know I feel like, like there's a lot of big guys with little women like look at king of queens like she was so tiny and then you never see that on tv like a big girl with a hot guy who are you thinking of like a big girl with a hot guy i'm thinking of confidence activist danny Mc, Danny and McGee. Okay. We love Danny. You just said to get her on the podcast. I don't, oh my like, God. I would I love her. to get her on the yeah. podcast. She is yeah. all over Twitter she right now. Queen. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know what her boyfriend looks like. He's like just like a tall, fit, like guy. Yeah. Okay. Like skinny. But, but to me, she's not really like big. No, I, I think it's like plus size. size I guess. Yeah. I yeah. I always think of big guys with like small girls. There's like a few other ones. I like, I don't know. I've, they come up on my Twitter. I always think of like big, I don't know. It's so sad that like for in like straight guy culture that that's like a weird thing. You know what I mean? That was like a. Yeah. Like, oh, why are you with fat girl? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm glad that he like. I mean, I don't know anything about him, but I was like, good for you for like clapping back. And like his tweet did better than the real Sigma male's account. So. <laughs> I don't know, real Sigma male. But there was another YouTuber. Her name was, um, she's huge actually still, but her name was Sniper Wolf. Or is Sniper Wolf oh, yeah, Leah. Yeah, Leah. Yeah. So oh she, my God, you're right. Sausage. Yes. Yeah, I think they broke. I think his name was Evan. Yeah. I think they broke up, which is like crazy. But I always, like, I was one of those people too. I was like, wow, like, you know, that's because she, she was so gorge and hot. Yeah. But she, you know, uh, sometimes people just prefer like some people prefer or yeah, they don't care that. they're just like I just like who I like but there are some people who prefer bigger body types yeah and it's but then when Leah and um, her boyfriend broke up she did like make, make fun of like the fact that everyone was saying she was like too pretty for him or whatever which uh, oh, but maybe she? they had drama or something I don't know but yeah, yeah. Possibly, you know what's funny is like usually well, not usually but I do know couples like that that like the one that you wouldn't think cheats would cheat you know what I mean yeah. you're just like why would you cheat on that you know sometimes I don't know I mean, it's like care. a psychological yeah yeah sometimes when people lose weight too they lose attraction so maybe she like lost attraction because he lost a bunch of weight and then mm-hmm. maybe she like lost attraction to him or something I don't know I guess, but I uh, love Leah she me gets too. so many views how did she get so many views like reacting to videos I don't know like, she does it I know she's good but like I mean and I love her and she's nice she's been nice to me before but it's just like I like I don't like what I mean it's amazing I yeah it's one of those things too where I don't personally get it but I'm like work like do yeah. your thing it's like consistent she does it's wild she I, keeps to herself she's like drama free yeah. she's just like living in her mansion in Vegas yeah. I love her I think she's so pretty I love she's her so Glasses. She always like always looks cute in yeah. glasses and like work. I yeah. had a sniper with phase where I like wore those glasses too. I was like, oh, that's I love so that. cute. I, I, she's she's iconic. Um, did you see? Do you know Zara Larson? She's a Swedish singer. You might not know her. She's no. like smaller. She's like a pop girly. Okay. But she actually started an interesting kind of conversation because there was um, a TikToker who kind of joked that she was homophobic, kind of like the Millie Bobby Brown like homophobic thing. Do you remember? No. You, oh my God! You never saw the Millie Bobby Brown. No, Millie Bobby Brown, the one from Stranger Things. Yes. No. So there was like a whole trend on TikTok and um, Twitter a while, like a couple years ago, where people just made up that Millie Bobby Brown was homophobic. Oh. As like a meme. Okay. <laughs> and that there was like these TikToks of her running over James Charles, like just like <laughs> just, I don't even <laughs> she was just being crazy. I don't know. People made <laughs> like made up that she just like hated gay people. And oh 
going on. I thought it was so funny at the time, but then she ended up deleting her Twitter account and um, for a while. Then she came back as Millie Stop the Hate was her handle because the real Millie did. Yes, Aww, I know, which made me sad. feel bad. But it was like at the time you couldn't tell me. I thought it was the funniest thing just because it was so ridiculous. So this TikToker made that same joke about Zara Larson and that she was homophobic to him at her concert, and she like clapped back. She like like stitched a TikTok saying, boo, tomato, tomato, tomato. We need to make a study on what it is that makes men, specifically white gay men, uh, feel like making a woman look homophobic is like the funniest joke ever. Why are you still trying to Millie Bobby Brown people? I don't get it. I get that it's self-deprecating humor, but it's always at the expense of the girlies and I don't like that, which I thought was interesting. Who was the original TikToker? Was he gay? Yes. Mm. Yeah, so it's like, it's so, and, and like the whole Millie Bobby Brown homophobic joke started out as like a gay, like Twitter meme okay. joke. And when I felt bad for Millie, Millie Bobby Brown when she came back and like obviously was affected by it, I was like, okay, like, you know, maybe don't laugh at it publicly, laugh at it. Right, right, right. <laughs> like text, you know? uh, Yeah, and how old was she? Was she... She was, I mean, like yeah, yeah, she was, this was a couple years ago, so she was still, like, a teenager, I there think. There was a lot of Millie Bobby Brown hate. I never jumped on it. I didn't even really know who she was, but, like, there was, I remember there was a lot of people, like, hating on her, and she was, like, 17, and I was, like, okay. Yeah. Like, and, like, I think anyone, like, underage, like, I honestly, like, me too with the Charlie thing, it's just, like, okay, if you're, like, un, like a child, like, an actual child, like, why are you hating on them? Like, they're 16, 17, whatever. Um, but, yeah, it is kind of a weird thing, because, like, it's kind of, like, I know what you're saying, like, funny, like, it's funny, like, you know, like, like if someone called me homophobic, I'm just, like, oh, my God, like, obviously, like, like that's, like, yeah. a joke. But then, like, yeah, there's also people who've, like, called me anti-Semitic and stuff. And obviously, like, I'm like, that's so crazy to me. But then it actually, like, affects you. Like, it affects your work. It affects the people around you. And then you have this stigma forever that you're that thing. Yeah, and that's exactly what I think what Zara was talking about, too. It's like, even though you're you're joking and maybe the people who follow you know that you're joking, it could, like, if other, you know, audiences see it, it could stick and, like, affect her career. Of course. Which I feel like there's certain categories you can do it. But I feel like, like, homophobia or racism and, like, uh, like, like any of that stuff like i think that's like a part where like maybe don't like joke about yeah. it does affect you like even if it's a joke like it does affect you forever and like it's like the stigma you have everywhere and it's just like one of those things you have to explain to everyone um it's just the whole thing but, yeah yeah especially public like publicly on a platform yeah like you like, said especially for the girlies maybe like make up like choice of honor or something you know what i mean like yeah. something whatever because i feel like most girls are very ally you know yeah. what i mean i think we're all very much I mean, especially some, meat pop music girlies totally yeah. you know what I, I think it's like we're one in the same yeah. so it's kind of one of those things oh i I don't know Zara Lawson, but I feel bad for her. I know. And I think you would like her too. I might send you. She's just like a little bop. And she's like a she's like a dance, a choreo girl. Yeah, she's cute. She's cute. I feel like there's not enough choreo. All right. Should we get into Britney? Let's get into the Britney. Oh my god. I wanted to do an emergency podcast of this last week. Britney Spears is getting divorced. Like, it's crazy. First of all, how do they know this? Like, who leaks it to the media? Like, because they they announced it that day, and I was like, I don't know, I'm skeptical. And then, like, literally at five o'clock that night, they're like, Oh, he filed the papers. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. How are they getting tipped off? Who's telling them? TMZ is like, I don't know how they do it, but they're very they have so many sources and get they always get everything first. I don't know how they do it. I don't either. That's so weird. Well, I guess people are going to them. Like, that's the place you go to when you want to leak a story or something. Yeah. So yeah, it was what was it last Wednesday? It was last, last Wednesday, Wednesday. Yeah, I like wanted to come film right away because I was just like I was devastated. I was crushed. I was so shocked because like I was such a stan of like Sam and Brittany because I like they've been together so long. Like I think it was like six years or se- yeah, I think six years. She said, and I like you know people like really crap on him and stuff. And I was like, you know what? Like he's with her. She's obviously he's obviously making her happy to some capacity. It's companionship. Like who else is Brittany gonna meet? You know what I mean? But man, all the stuff that's come out about it is like making me hate Sam so much. Like hate, like hate, hate, hate. Like just the stuff. Although I guess some of it's speculation 
whatever. The thing that really got me, because I know there was speculation that, oh, he said that she was abusive. Oh, he was going to exploit her. He's like, oh, I have evidence on you. Like, and like all that stuff's ick if it's true. But the biggest ick, and it was confirmed, was on Sam's story. Sam Ascari, or as she calls him, Hassam, which I think is his legal name, which I love a legal name. Moses, can I say your legal Yours is Moshe. Like, it's, well, it's a Hebrew version of your name. I love it. I love, I don't know if she's saying that. I don't know if she's calling him as endearment Hassam. I love the name Hassam, by the way. I think any sort of like unique, different, a name you don't hear every day in the US is great. Like, you know, we always hear Sam, but I love Sam. Anyways, that's a whole tangent. But on <laughs> Sam Ashgari's story, um, he did like, which paparazzi disguise should I go out in? Oh, yeah. You like just got a divorce from like America's sweetheart pop princess legend. Like, you know, I don't care if you like knew this divorce is coming. If you're trying to make yourself feel better, this is not the time or place, Sam. Like, this is like so tacky. Like, first of all, and then everyone was like, no one's going to care about you. You're no longer relevant. Go out how you are. Like, all this stuff like that. But it is true. Like, why are you like, I don't know. Why are you making this like a paparazzi thing? Why are you making it? I don't know. He's he's the same one that like talked to the paparazzi, like planned paparazzi stage throughout. And so now looking back, I always wanted to be like a firm believer that he was there for Britney. But looking back, he did that a lot. Like when she was in the mental hospital around Easter, like a couple years ago, I think 2019, he's like, she's fine. Like he always stages these like weird run-ins with the paparazzi and they are staged. And TMZ specifically, I remember they're like, we'll meet you here and we'll talk about the video. I did like one TMZ like staged interview. And it's like, I do think they are tipped off and called a lot. But Sam like is just like the biggest ick in every sense of the word and I'm just like like what is his deal I don't like it I don't like it I know and it's like it was so confusing too that was like the one good thing about waiting because there were so many allegations about Sam that were coming up and it's about Sam or Britney because I heard so many about Britney okay so the original ones was that they had like a physical altercation that one was like one of the stories that was coming out first Mm -hmm. that Britney had a physical altercation with Sam and that proved to be false as far as I know like Britney denied it specifically and then I think Sam also denied it yeah, I hate when stuff like that comes out and it's, like, not true. Like, I know, again, especially damaging. with Britney. Because yeah. I think it's easy to, like, put labels onto her mm-hmm. or make her be, you know, the problem or say, yeah. you know. But then there was also stuff against Sam, um, specifically, I think, about, like, him trying to get money out of the uh, – despite the prenup, still trying to get money from Britney. Right. Sam's team said it was false. Um, oh, well, time will tell on that because we'll know. We'll know if he and tries to. the story that he was threatening to exploit Britney and, like, leak embarrassing footage – he also said true. it was false. Yes. That's good, um, at least. Yeah. And it, it came from page six, which is kind of like a dicier kind of outlet, too. Like, right. So, at and least I heard so rumors far. that she cheated. That was like another rumor. Yeah. And she also denied that specifically, too, that yeah. she did not cheat. You know what's crazy though about prenups is like um, Kelly Clarkson too. She had a she had like a yes. big ironclad prenup and now is like paying like two hundred thousand dollars in like spousal support or something. Yes, or like maybe one hundred fifty or something and like that spousal child, all this stuff like that. It's insane. Kevin Federline too, like getting all this money. It's just like insane that like a lot of these prenups don't mean anything. Yeah, and I think that. So I think that's what I think. I think he's trying to. Um, I think he's trying to get like spousal support or like to cover the legal fees as well is what's allegedly happening now too. So it's so messy. Like that's so messy. Like marriage and money. It's just like so messy. I really do feel like oh I don't know. I don't think Sam should get anything. I think Brittany her she had a she had a quote. Let me get out of this blanket here. She said she can't take the pain anymore. That was on her Instagram that she can't take this pain anymore. So obviously there was something there yeah. for like a while and she like didn't want to hide it and stuff like that. I think it's. Yeah, I think Sam, I mean, he was working. He's still able to work. It's not like, you know, it's not necessarily that he wasn't like – helping her career in any way. I think there's like a thing if you're like a partnership and you like, you know, like Dr. Drew was saying his wife helps him with everything. So then you have a partnership and it's like a little different. Or if you're taking care of kids and you're not in the workforce, mm-hmm. okay, but they don't have kids. He's like a model actor. He's like, he works on TV shows. My, my yeah. friend had him in a movie with like Mel Gibson or something like that. So, I mean, he's like working. He's able. I think it's like ick when you like try to get the money 
after for that. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? I also think with the Kelly Clarkson situation is crazy because if someone cheats, like the person who cheats should not get the money. Like, period. Yeah. Like, what? You're going to cheat? And so then you're forcing me to divorce you? Like, Kelly, I-, I don't know much about Kelly Clarkson, but I watched the TikTok of her performing the song she wrote for her husband when they were together and then now post-divorce. And just, like, you could just tell she was just so angry because she, like, didn't she like didn't want to, like, give up on it. And, you know, they got divorced or whatever because he cheated, right? That's been confirmed or no? I think. The, I don't remember. I think so. I, I think it was confirmed. And it's just, like, if you're the cheater, you should not get the money. Like, period. I don't care if there was a prenup, no prenup, like, whatever. And how dare you, like, try to take the money from that person, like, it's like you cheated you broke up this family and you're really gonna be like okay actually pay me too i think that's so disgusting with sam and britney we don't know what the thing but he's able-bodied he's totally fine he hasn't like helped her career in any way like i'm sure you know what i mean and if anything i would like wager this is all just like speculation of course but like he maybe got paid to be there because he came in during the conservatorship he came in at a time where he maybe was like her caretaker and like you know which is a whole other thing you know not caretaker that sounds like she's not like whatever but you know maybe he was like there for her and they kind of had him like be I don't know that's speculation I like to believe it's real love I hate when people speculate on our relationship or anything like that but it's like maybe it was like true love you know because to me there was times she looked really happy with him yeah you know she was like twirling and dancing and having a good time and I think we all got the ick now from Sam but I was like oh man I was like rooting for them especially like around their wedding um yeah yeah I saw Paris Hilton and Selena Gomez like unfollowed Sam after, oh. which like love that girl. Which also Selena Gomez being friends with Britney is like so random. To I know, me. but I kind of live for that. But so are Drew Barrymore being friends with Britney? Oh, yeah. What is it, Drew Barrymore? When she interviews guests, she's like on top of them. She loves. She loves to get up close and part like in your space. I couldn't do yeah. it. I couldn't do it. I'm like, girl. She was she, like, like kneels down, holds her hand. Yeah. Like, this what close. is that? Yeah. I think now. I think she. Did it a couple of times and then it became a thing. So now I think she's like, it's like her thing now. So she's going to do it every time. Yeah, I thing. saw her like holding someone's hand like their knees. I'm like, oh, I feel very uncomfortable. Like she'll cry and like just get like in your face. I don't know. It's kind it's of like her thing, I guess. Emotionally, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's, but she was at the wedding too. I was like, oh, it's so crazy. Yeah. so weird. But yeah, Brittany and Selena, I don't know. Well, I love that they unfollowed Sam. I... I can't make that. I don't know. I love that Brittany went out with her gays. Yes. Which they were gay, right? Yeah. As okay. far as. Because that's what I was like. She's like, I'm going to party all like. night with them. I'm like, wait. <laughs> her, she called them like her fave boys or something, yeah. which seems like very gay to me. Okay. Right? That's right? what I thought. She's like, we went to get, they went to Dave's hot, fry, Dave's hot chicken. Yes. In Oxnard. So you have to go there. <gasps> I <laughs> so close okay she lives in my area and i didn't even know when we moved here she lives in my area and i thought so i saw the little orange background and then she yes. came out with a buzz ball and i was like yes queen coming out the ball the day of her divorce the announcement for divorce she literally posted like i'm buying a new horse, a horse. love that <laughs> i'm bothered i she does seem genuinely unbothered i also hate the speculation everyone's like she's not well and you know anyone who's you know people are taking advantage of her right now it's like we don't know she could be very fine have people around her like i don't know like she seems okay she has friends like literally i saw someone put like she went out more six days after her divorce mm-hmm. and her whole time leaving the house since she got married or something yeah. like that which is kind of true she was like out living her life in Malibu and yeah do you want to know her order at Dave's Hot Chicken because I do have it uh, yes oh my god is it a, <laughs> I love Dave's Hot Chicken I want to go maybe we should go there after this you have I feel like you have to do a video where like you get her whole order and yeah, like yeah buzz. oh yeah what's her order okay. I mean, I'm dying she, Brittany ordered a number three combo at Dave's Hot Chicken which includes one jumbo tender one jumbo slider with fries pickles sliced bread and Dave's sauce mm-hmm. however she swapped the fries for mac and cheese <gasps> she also ordered one of the top loaded shakes in the oreo flavor Ooh, at first i didn't know they had shakes i love shakes <laughs> shakes are so indulgent they're like a thousand calories like literally shake shack they have a peanut butter shake that's so small and it's like literally 900 calories i was like what the hell i love, <laughs> mm, I love that she says she mac and cheese. i would get both of those me i'd get fries and mac and cheese but i do make a great mac and cheese girl if Brittany came to my house i would make her mac and cheese i would i make really good mac and cheese i just love 
God. I, I cry thinking about like, oh, maybe one day she'll be sitting here next to me spilling all the tea <laughs> or not spilling tea, just being surface level. I don't care. Like, I love her. I love that that was her order. I love it. I love it. Who got that? Also, why are people taking pictures like everyone is saying like on a potato? Like literally, why are they such bad quality? We have iPhones that are so high def and so everything. I'm kind of against people taking pictures like sneaky like that. But honestly, if I saw her, I don't know. I, I mean, I would be I would be so inclined to. And I feel so bad because I hate that. I hate when people take pictures of me like sneaky. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's like, like so- you're an animal in a yeah. cage. <laughs> yeah. But we love that Britney's okay. Everyone's like, okay, she's alive. She's good. She's great. I have hope for her single era, I think. Yeah. yeah. I think she thrives in her single. Single. Well, because she loves to be in love. I know. Too. But I think if now she has more freedom to find a man, like now out of the conservatorship, you know. Oh, but you know, I just feel bad for people in that position. It's like, how do you know? It's like Taylor Swift too. Like any of these people, like how do you know they're not using you? True. And then you don't want to be with someone famous because they're going to like cheat on you. And also it's like, who are you? Who do you go with? Like, I guess you have to kind of Uma Thurman, I guess. She married like a billionaire or something like that. Yeah. You know, you have to go that route, I yeah. think. Yeah. And there, there was a report too that she uh, is making new music again too, which like, yeah. oh my God, please. Uh, that'd be so Please. good. Yeah. Oh man, Brittany. I like. I just love her. I just love her so much. She has new music that that ends up. Maybe her and Addison Rae. You beat me to what <gasps> I was gonna say. That, oh, that would be iconic. That would I think be they're everything. both from Louisiana. They're both Southern girls. Yeah. I support that. Like as much as I would love to collab with Addison Rae and Britney Spears. Like, or maybe we could do the trio. What was it? Miley Cyrus, Ariana Grande. Was it Lana Del Rey? Oh yeah. The Don't Call Me Angel. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we could do a little remake of that or something. I'm happy to be in it. <laughs> or Britney had that she had that remix with Kesha and Nicki Minaj uh, till the world ends. Oh, she that did, was good. Yeah, so maybe like that kind of vibe. Oh, I loved the Pretty Girls one with Iggy Azalea. Oh, yeah. I oh, love that vibe girls. so much. Yeah. Or Slumber Party with Tinashe. Tinashe, yeah. S and M, Rihanna, like God, she had so many. Yeah, God, Britney is like a queen on so many levels. Yeah, she seems kind of unbothered by this divorce. It seems. I mean, I think no matter what, I think it's always sad. Even if it was like just a companionship thing, I think it's always sad. God, divorce to me is crazy because I'm like I couldn't even imagine. Imagine not being with someone that you think is going to be with you forever. Mm-hmm. Or you're with someone for so long. She's six years. We've been together three years. I can imagine being like, well, what are we going to do? You know what I mean? Yeah. To just start over. I don't know. That's that's so hard. It's so tough. At least she has her, her gaze around her. I love that. Gaze hot chicken. That's the most important thing. And a buzz yeah. ball. And her Instagram. I think she's like totally happy just posting on her Instagram, just living life. Yeah. Like, yeah. This whole situation makes me dislike Sam. I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think he could be like a lot more like tactful with it too. I don't know. Just the, like that. that Instagram story is so annoying. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about all of that. It was weird. Also, he did a lot of, this might be controversial, but he did a lot of solo pictures at his wedding, which I mean, is fine. Oh, you know what I mean? That's like, a good point. I just feel like it's kind of weird. Like, and he posted a lot of his solo stuff. Like, you know, his, I don't know. <laughs> is that, that is weird? such a good point. I get a bride. And honestly, even for me, I didn't like doing solo shots. I'm like, this is a wedding. Like, I want a bride and a groom or yeah. you know, whatever. You're, but it was kind of weird. The bride, like, makes more sense because the dress is, like, it's expensive. It's, like, more, you know, elaborate with, like, design and stuff. Right. Like, a tux is, like, it's a tux. So it's, like. Yeah. yeah. And he was, like, very, it was, like, sponsored by Versace. He was, like, oh, Versace's coming to make my, my tuxedo. not for you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. I know. I think that's where he misses the plot on this. I think he thinks yeah, that he, he might is be. part, like, he brought something to the. That's what I'm saying. I don't think he brought anything to this. So yeah. I'm like, I don't think he deserves money. They it's don't have like, kids. It's not like they were like a power career. couple. Like, it's not like, you know, Brangelina or, right, you know. Right, Or if he had a sacrifice career for her. But if anything, she's like elevated his career because he's been yeah. like acting in movies and TV shows. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen him act though. Maybe he's a good actor. I haven't seen him in anything either. But. Did you see that? She said that she was getting telepathic messages of well wishes on her Instagram. No, but that's so sweet. It was really cute. She's like, I'm getting telepathic messages. And I'm like, girl, that's me. I'm sending them to you. I sometimes I think that. I try to send her another message. And I don't know if this is like a feature, but I feel like I'm maybe blocked. I was like restricted. I can't send messages anymore to her. I don't know if this is a 
an Instagram thing because then I went Maybe to yours. Maybe it's on her end. But he could send a message because I went on his account <laughs> and sent a message. Then I tried to send one from the podcast. But I'm like, I don't have followers on just Trish Pod Instagram. So I was like, God, I can't send messages anymore. And she hasn't seen my other ones. So I tried to because I was like, girl. So I was sending telepathic messages. And then she said that in her thing. And she goes, thank you for the telepathic messages I've been feeling. I love Brittany. I just hope she's okay. I just love her so much. She's queen. She's queen. First of all, you did text for the emergency episode. And then before I could even text back, you had already uploaded the divorce video with like the I'm like I commented. I was like, I know she could not. I get so like in the moment. And as you know, I texted you 5,000 times. I'm like, okay, should we do this? Should we not? I don't know. I'm very like, I don't know. And I should just like wait before I like text, but I, I just want to get it all out there. And it's like, I'm trying, I try to be better. It's like with the swoop video too. I was like, okay, let me like give it a couple days. But Brittany, I was so just like devastated, crushed, shocked. Like I was so, so sad for her. I don't know why. Just like, uh, I just wanted to talk about it. I just was like so shook about it. And that was kind of the same time that Kiki and Darius Jackson, like so many people are just like breaking up and divorcing. And it's just like a sad time. Like can people just like fall in love again and stay together yeah. forever? Especially Brittany. Like I feel like she just deserves a happy ending so much. I feel like she gets crapped on by all these guys, including Justin Timberlake. And like I oh, like yeah. now that we're seeing this, like, you know, because he really came for her so hard and she like was like dealing with like a pro and guys just really come for Britney and use her and I'm just like ready for that era of her especially Kevin Federline's a whole other thing because he chimed in oh I think I tweeted I was like he chimed in and there was a tweet tweet that's like oh Kevin Federline's like response to Britney saying I'm like nobody asked oh yeah <laughs> I did see Nobody asked. But people thought I was being snippy to the Twitter account that I was uh, replying to. But I was like, no, I was being snippy to Kevin. No one asked. Like, when people, uh, when exes, like, come around, uh, like, after so long to, like, comment, especially if it has nothing to do with them, I'm like, can you just go away? Like, K-Fed, we, I was a K-Fed stan when he was with Britney. I thought they were, like, iconic for the moment. And then, obviously, when he, like, hurt Britney, I was, like, over it. Even if Britney was, like, in the wrong situation, I would still stand Britney. But all the men in her life, I feel, really did kind of, like, use her to some degree. And I think that's what's so hard about being someone like Britney Spears or being famous at all like people probably use you for the most part I mean it's hard it's hard not to like even me who just want to be her friend I mean part of me is like yeah I just want to be her friend but it's like also because she's Britney Spears right you know and so like you don't want that but like that's just how it's gonna be I don't know it's so hard yeah this kind of reminds me of Dr. Drew he was saying (laughs) I probably watched that podcast a lot (laughs) he said what did he say he said you live like in a world of like secondary gain right so that's also like Britney yeah Yeah. so you kind of like it's up to the person to kind of see you know because it's like you meet genuine people and I'm sure like genuinely I would love to be your friend but on a certain on that level it's like I'm still a fan I'm still an admirer yeah. I still have this like whatever and I'm sure everybody's like that. I'm sure Sam obviously knows how big Britney was when he met her so it's like there is you know that like kind of like anybody like Aaron Grande I'm sure that's the appeal too and not that they're not gorgeous and perfect and talented but it's also like yeah you're famous yeah and that rich world and- secondary like getting that also like notoriety fame yeah, situation. yeah I think everybody gets attracted to that even if they don't know that they are I don't know it's yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the kind of guy she would be good with. I think someone older. Older, yeah. yeah a little bit older. Yeah. Maybe like eight years or something. Yeah. Like so it. new era, new man. Like, let's get to it. Oh, we need yeah. a hot, hot. I mean, it's a, well, I mean, it doesn't have to be hot either. He could marry like a Rick Glassman or something like that. Do we know who that is? Do you know who that is? <laughs> oh, isn't he a, is he a comedian? I don't know. I kind of just assume comedian because I'm like, I don't know who he is. So he must just be like a everyone's a, like you said everyone's kind of a he comedian he was kind of like I, the, the Bobby thing like I saw I think was his podcast and it was them being awkward together yeah and, and she like, was like about him that? yeah about him commenting on all her stuff all the time or something like that yeah and yeah. also like how he was like 
they were rude when he came into the podcast because yeah. you were kind of rude. You ignored me. Or I don't know. Yeah, American actor and comedian, of course. It's Rick always, Glassman. Yeah. Why is he everywhere? I, don't I never know. heard of him until like two days ago. Oh, I do. You're right. It is kind of Jack Antonoff. Yes. Yeah. And did you do you know Elliot Grange? Do you need to look him up? Yeah. Oh, I do know him. Yeah, Sophia. Yeah. Sophia. Yeah. 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 yeah, of course. yeah, yeah. And that's you. You can put your picture in with all, all of them. <laughs> yeah, it really is just the dark hair and brown no, glasses. No, there's a certain like clone look. Like everyone is kind of cloned to look like that. I'm like, this is such an interesting. I feel like you could get Sophia on the podcast, don't you think? I would love that. I feel like she'd be it. Oh, Lionel Richie would be good too. I saw him on American Idol and I was like, yes, work. American <laughs> Idol does annoy me though, those judges. <laughs> and when I say those judges, I mean Katy Perry. God, I feel like I'm just anti. I need to not hate on like women. I just, I don't know about Katy Perry. It's something. Why? I don't know. I've never been a Katy Perry stand. <laughs> I think she's a, one of those quirky people who tries to be quirky. I see what she you mean. Think or no? Yeah. Like with the toilet bowl and the Vegas, I'm like, I think you're just trying to be quirky. I think she definitely plays it up. She loves like campy things. I feel like again, I okay, think maybe kind of like what you were saying that one time. It's like there's certain parts of your personality that you like amplify. It's like right. the time, and I feel like she kind of does that. I feel it. like bad for. I remember seeing that clip of her like finding out she's getting a divorce from Russell yeah, Brand. Like that's devastating. Movie. And then she's like coming up and she's like, Hey guys, what? Like that? Okay, devastating. I'm sure she has like trauma and stuff like that. But I still like can never get over the fact that she never addressed the year so gay song i think that is like oh, why did you address that girl yeah. i hold on to that i don't you know do what it is i'm just like oh girl like address it i don't know i guess people just ignore things i guess i should just ignore things it's just probably much easier i have to like address everything that's ever said about me i'm getting better but i hear something i'm like i need to address it right now i think she's so like pro gay yeah that it kind of that. like if if she wasn't like if she just never said anything about gay people her rest of her career then i feel like i would look at her like why aren't you saying like why aren't you debunking you know this yeah but she spent like the rest of her career being like an ally so i feel like that kind of makes up for the song okay yeah, yeah we do stand opinion. anyone who's like gay rights i mean Teenage Dream was just like so, so iconic good. yeah i mean i had my kitty when the wait was, that was katie perry teenage dream oh i thought it was darren chris Oh, I did a dance video my. to it. And it's Darren Chris. Right? I'm about to drop dead. I cannot believe <laughs> you thought Darren Chris, the Glee <laughs> cover of Teenage Dream, oh, was, was the original Teenage Dream. Yeah. I didn't know she that did it. That almost took me out. Like, I literally saw a light. I, I was can't like, imagine I was Katy Perry like, singing it. <laughs> like, what's that? I can't imagine Katy Perry singing that song. Oh, you my. Think I'm pretty. I cannot believe you thought the Glee cover was the original Teenage Dream. That is why. I did not know. Because he sings it in his performances, like in concerts and stuff like that. Oh, my God. I love Darren Chris. Is he gay? He's straight. I think he's married. Oh, that was the controversy, too, right? He put a gay character on. He's like, he's Yeah. Gay. Oh, my God. That kind of took me out. Darren okay. Chris is everything. Whew, that was crazy. <laughs> What's another Katy Perry song? Um, part of this is the part firework, baby. You're fire oh, yeah, like last Friday night. Oh, that's awful. Um, swish, swish, bish. Another one oh, in the what? basket. What? That sounds like that sounds like a Drake song or something. I want to see your peacock, cock, cock. Mm, your no peacock. Idea. Oh my god. Uh, I just always think she looks like a little crazy to me. Like it's kind of like Lady Gaga. They're a little out there. I'm just like a girl. I mean, you know, God, I need to stop. I really do. I sometimes I'm like, ah, oh, like, what? I did a TikTok the other day and I'm like, I'm not trying to be a girl hater, but, and then I like, let me not do that. What's that? Obviously it doesn't matter. I'm really trying to be better. But then someone told me it's not misogynistic just because you don't like somebody. Just like, because you don't like a girl, it's not misogynistic. No, uh, not innately. I think you have to have like, you know, like a valid, uh, you know, yeah. I'm trying to be more girl power because I really do believe in girl power. Definitely girl power over straight man power all day long. Oh yeah, 100%. 100%. I like the girlies. I like, I like. 
like Charlie. I got her uh, perfume at Ulta. Oh, Demelia. Oh, who are you thinking? I was like XCX. I was like, wait. Oh, yeah. oh, that's what Adrian Addison did one with Charlie. Yeah, Charlie. XCX. Yeah, Addison is that the Sedai one? I think it's Sedai Four. Yeah, I forgot, like, the, the heavy, the heavy, the room gets heavy. I as know. We get I know. I was. I didn't even know to like talk about this. Honestly, I was just like, uh, I feel like when there's like such a heavy topic and such a like when it's such a serious like serious thing happening and it gets brushed over so quickly you know i don't know it's like such a hard thing to talk about first of all though i i do have to ask you a question shoot it shoot it you know i've always wanted to know like how do you avoid <laughs> oh the negativity you know when it's like you have people that you dated for a little bit attacking you you go to mcdonald's on the day a new item is supposed to be released and they don't have it at all the mcdonald's that you go through but somehow you kind of just rise above you stay out of it and you know how do you how do you do that like how do you manage to just stay so positive and level-headed throughout honestly everything? it's like mcdonald's okay i go around to all the mcdonald's try to find the new menu items and sometimes it's just a game i'm not gonna win you know even mcdonald's has missteps sometimes mcdonald's so. has missteps mm-hmm. the sauce. oh my god or when they have the gristle and the nugget mm-hmm. not me i'd rather go eat burger king honestly yeah and it's like you just sometimes you just have to forgive mcdonald's for for doing yeah for doing things but i'm i i I don't know. You know, McDonald's is still McDonald's. And yeah, and McDonald's is going to run. Here and there is okay. <laughs> we don't mind it. Thank you for asking that hard hitting question. That's what I'm here for. I feel like I'm doing a QA sometimes with the microphone. I, God, I love a handheld I microphone. I love it. I'm almost able to cross my legs these days. I can't. Oh my gosh. We have so many hot girls coming on the podcast soon. And I'm just like, they all cross their legs so beautifully. It's and I just like, can't. My knees next to Holly Mads, not to compare, but. <laughs> The haters came for him, but I agree. I have no knees, and Holly has is actually a perfect specimen. I mean, she's literally known for her beautiful body. Uh, I mean, people really oh come from me. Like, I get so it. Funny. I'm, I'm not. A, I I came up with this format though, showing the whole body. I'm not afraid <laughs> to show it. So I don't want people to think I've ever like dog myself. Some people like you're beautiful, and I was like, I know, but like I I know also that I have no knees. It's okay, and I can't cross my legs. The doctor drew when I'm like sitting with cards on my lap. I know. Which, by the way, let's not comment on anyone's body. People were literally just like they were thirsting for. I Dr. know. Drew. I saw, which I didn't even notice anything when I was at. I was like, Stop. I was like, Stop. yeah. Then I saw like comments. I was like, what is going good, on? Though. He's like 65 mm-hmm. or 60. Maybe not that old. Maybe 60. I don't know. But he looks so <laughs> good. I'm like always shocked. Dr. Drew's great. Oh my God. I, I really like. He's so like attentive and listening. Uh, he's a straight man. We stand. Yeah. And it's just like the, his body language in the in the podcast was so like, you just tell he was like listening. You yeah. Know? I was like, oh, you're my close up shot. But I love it because you're so like intense. Honestly, I loved it. It's like that was like such a conversation that went by like so fast. Like we could have kept talking. I know. We did keep talking forever. And I was like, he was great. He was wonderful. Yeah. We would love to have Dr. True back. For sure. All right. Let's get into that. Let's get into. Okay. <sighs> so the swoop video. The swoop video. I'm like at this point. Oh, and yeah. Well, first of all, like you kind of mentioned earlier, shout out to Swoop. That was the first video of hers that I watched. And I was like. Oh, really? You didn't watch the first one? No, I never. Yeah. I didn't see the other ones. And then I had saw all of a sudden on my Twitter for you page, like I saw Swoop talking about editing like part three. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? How intense could this be? Because she was really explaining how. Is how grueling it was, how long it was taking just to export. She showed like a screenshot of her timeline editing the video and yeah. it looked insane. Right. And I was like, what could it possibly be that it's like that exhaustive? And then yeah. I, and even when she posted it, I was like four hours. I was like, four? That's long. Like, is it really necessary to have four hours? I could not. The second I pressed play, I was so taken aback by it. The, so first of all, shout out to Swoop because the way that she presented all the information, the way that she speaks. Oh, um, like so eloquent. 
even when it's like about you can tell she's like a trauma survivor for like real for real not that no one's not but like she the way she like handles her triggers like mm-hmm. when she starts talking about it and like composes herself like it's actually amazing she's definitely the most articulate person on youtube the most well-researched hands down it's, it's actually is amazing like and inclusive the- unbiased like she interviews everyone involved which i feel like there's so many times people tell stories and there's always two sides to stories there's a well-rounded like version to stories but like no one presents that there's always a narrative or a bias to like make someone look bad yeah. in the situation and um I, yeah she did obviously above and beyond that which is like amazing yeah the fact that she went out to all sides to at least get their take to get more evidence um just the way and she's also just so passionate when she speaks to which really makes you like invested as a viewer slash mm-hmm. listener oh my god i'm like obsessed with her now i think she's like same amazing yeah. i know i'm like someone who's always hesitant to like talk to channels that do that because I never wanted to make it seem like oh like being my favorite this you know whatever so um you know for her to because so many people like obviously don't like you know don't like me and they have a bias already so like to have this like unbiased view of me out there is always like risky for anyone because they're like well church is bad and blah 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 so the fact that she like you know mentioned a couple times like the full story when it like came to mind and and also just the sensitivity of what it was there's so much to talk about with this but like again I just need to like reiterate like swoop was the one that convinced Johnny to take down my pictures which is like you know that was like it definitely like humiliating and it's like one of these things where it's like I want to I never want to talk about it ever and then when those pictures came out I kind of felt like forced to talk about it and like Johnny admitted that on like interviews that like he's like I did it to kind of force Trisha to talk because she wasn't talking and I what at that point it wasn't for me to talk about even when there was things about my you know but I did feel forced to talk about it this time I don't feel forced to talk about it I feel like gratitude towards it but it's just such a dark situation like everyone not everyone involved but like there's so many layers to it and just like layers of manipulation and people traumatizing other people like it really comes down like hurt people hurting people so obviously these people had trauma they're obviously there's some unwell people some sick people but it's like they don't get help so they're like traumatizing other people in the like process of all this and including swoop who obviously was affected by it which is like you know crazy because you know you think you have no attachment to the story on a personal level and then you do and then you get triggered and now it's like affecting you and your mental health and but like also at the same time like it needs to be out there to show this like full side of this full story because it's it's just so it's just so beyond drama or gossip it's like this like really like dark world of people talking to all these people and manipulation and just it's it's kind of i don't know yeah it's it's not like a scandal it's not the drama like it there's real victims and it affects people on such like an emotional level and two it's like for you know the real victims of the whole the uh whole like colleen situation you know like adam oliver becky like that was what i really felt bad for is because i feel like they were trying to like move on and yeah like you know take adam for example like yeah he can cover it or talk about different things that come up in his videos but he's also doing other things like he's not only talking about colleen he's covering other things and he's like moving on with his life and trying to like build you know his career that's what he's like working towards so i felt bad because this like takes everyone back you know because ultimately you don't want to be known for that especially when you are trying to do other things like this is not what you want to be known for like obviously it's everybody to speak on it i'm always saying like if you want to make a thousand videos if you've like been a victim of trauma especially and like i said in my email to him it's like sometimes you don't even realize it maybe he doesn't realize it now or maybe you know when you get older sometimes you don't even realize like the effect it like has on you or why you are this way why you are so upset like why you know those things are or the people that don't have you know, YouTube channels, like the other, you know, the other people affected, was it the one, who was the one on stage? Was that Ella? I think, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I see her pop up on my Twitter for you page. And it's like, this is a girl that doesn't really have like social media, like that doesn't have a following and still like gets 
re-traumatized when anyone brings it up so like mm-hmm. other influencers talking about it being like mm, it's not a big deal and it's like i don't under i don't get how people don't grasp the severity of this because i get saying like oh who cares about drama who cares like of course who cares about drama but this is something everyone should care about as a parent as an influencer as a fan like this is like a really big issue that like i don't understand why there's not more like severity like more people are talking about it and like not stop talking about it now it's being written off as drama who cares whatever and it's like these people these young fans that felt really hurt by this person in power that they admired is like not only are they not getting the acknowledgement or you know some sort of apology or some sort of closure from it now they're getting like mocked for it as being like drama as being this and it's why people don't come forward and why people don't want to talk about it and it becomes this thing and it just becomes almost like an ick and now it's like this whole new like like you said, a reopening, all this stuff. And honestly, for me too, and I'm not, I, I don't like to paint myself as like a victim, obviously, in this situation, but it is like a lot to process. And you realize how young these, everyone is that was involved, how young these kids are, how it starts trickling down as we see with like Johnny, who like obviously had some issues with, you know, this, you know, whatever in this world and trying to, I don't know, get whatever out of it. But then now he's doing it to other people, like taking people's stories, you know, taking like Adam's story yeah. and just becoming this like, it, it just becomes like a really twisted, twisted thing and of manipulation of going on these things and manipulating people. It's just like, I don't know. It's such a, it, it's a, it's a sick feeling. And then obviously, I don't know. For anyone who hasn't seen Swoop's video, like, I think just watch it because it's so well done and it's hard to like summarize everything that um, she uncovered about what was going on with Johnny. But just to sum it up and as quickly as possible. So Swoop had uncovered that Johnny, who was saying that he was groomed by Colleen's ex-husband, Joshua David Evans, Johnny had doctored evidence. He refused to provide proof um, of the allegations. He was leaving out contacts and um, s- screenshots. He was misrepresenting facts. Um, he was twisting the timeline, saying things happened when he was a minor, when he was an adult. Um, he was claiming that Joshua had lied about stuff, but never provided proof about that. And he was in group chats with, uh, minors when he said, when he was just alleging all the stuff that Joshua did to him Mm. that he would never do. It turns out he actually was. So the whole situation is just so shitty, especially, I think when we first were texting about it, you were like, oh, I hate that this takes away from like Colleen. So it's important to also remember where this all originally came from Mm -hmm. and not all because there's like another person who's done shitty things doesn't Mm -hmm. take away from the source. Totally. Yeah. And she is the person in power of in, in this situation. So it like trickles down from her. Yeah. But how scary it is that like it can be. Like, like you can tamper with evidence. Kind of like what she did with Adam when she like showed that the video. We talked about that, you know. It's kind of like when you can when you can doctor things or unsend messages or something like that. Like how and how damaging it is. Because like again, once something's out there, you're labeling someone like and groomer is like very, very like a big accusation and some, you know, rightfully so and some not. And But once it's out there, it's hard to like get back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When you're labeled as something like that, that's it. And you're labeled as across the board. And, like, how someone can go so hard on someone and label them that. Because, again, not to say, like, the situation, like, you know, he didn't feel slighted by someone. But when you feel slighted by someone, someone can just, like, twist it around and make this, like, really big accusation. And I like that she was able to, like, include everything and show, like, that story. Because there's so many times I wish, like, uh, like people could see the full story of this because he just becomes, like, an attack almost. And then people just jump on it. And, like, the way he kind of turned the story to make it about him and her ex-husband is, like... Yeah. And honestly, when I was watching it, I was actually like really pissed off. Like I normally like kind of take everything on like a grain of salt, but 
to be honest, but like the way that Johnny was acting on Twitter, like before all this happened, like rubbed me the wrong way. Cause it's like, I obviously want to empathize with all the victims Mm -hmm. of the whole situation. But like I said earlier, like I could see everyone else trying to move on, but nothing was ever enough for Johnny. When Josh apologized like privately, publicly, it was content for him for weeks, Mm -hmm. um, dragging him. Like nothing was enough, even though his apology was like as eloquent as it could have possibly have been. And I like, I'm like not invested in like, I was never like a a fan of Colleen beforehand, not like in a brag way, just like, it just wasn't my thing. I didn't really know like the Joshua situation either. Mm -hmm. Um, But seeing the way that Johnny would just like take everything to the extreme, he would call out, um, like he had this tweet about like, oh, um, I think Joey, there's something with Joey Graceffa because he was playing, he had like a Minecraft server. Mm-hmm. So alluding that there was something there and Joey's like old fans actually had to come out and be like, no, uh, they reactivated their Twitter accounts just to say like, you're wrong. So the fact that he was labeling people so aggressively, he was just doing anything for attention. And that became his whole brand. Yeah. His whole brand was to take down joshua for some reason or pressuring people who don't talk about it it's like yeah you said, like joey or people are friends it's like no it's it, no one has to say anything for a multitude of reasons there's you know it doesn't mean they're siding with this person but like it just gets messy and they're like i hate that mentality is like well you have to talk about it you were friends with this person talk about it and it's like i don't like that pushy mentality i also think like and it's no secret like i'm not a fan of joshua it's not because of anything with Colleen. Like, he had said something so long ago. It doesn't even matter. Like, it's just, like, literally something about, like, couples who are, like, fake online or something. And I took it as, like, a personal insult. This was, like, a while. So it's it's not, like, a secret that I wasn't, like, a fan of his. But, like you said, like, there is, like, times when, like, someone apologizes and what more can you want? Like, you know what I mean? If they apologize, if you don't accept it, that's fine. But to continue to drag someone who, you know, you don't know their story. But also just to, like, like really, like, go that extra mile and accuse someone of, like, some serious, like, damaging things. And I don't think he's on social media anymore or he's not, doesn't have a platform anymore. So it's also like, what are you trying to do? You're just trying to ruin this person's life when there's no merit to it. Where we now found out, it's like, yeah, it it was always just so weird because what what was the end? There was like no end game, you know. It's like, what could he have possibly done besides just completely? I mean, he's Joshua wasn't really that active on social media. It's not like he was a YouTuber making content. So I don't know what. I think he was just trying to go as far as he possibly could and to gain followers and do it like at all costs. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it, was that like really worth it? Like why would you want to hurt other victims like take some and put yourself in legal jeopardy like i can't believe that he was able to get away with all these allegations as much as he did yeah um did you see that he actually johnny actually released his statement no oh yeah yeah back was that the last thing he said though that was the last thing yeah was his tweet um about soup's video and that's just basically saying it was all it's like she manipulated it yeah he he felt betrayed by swoop um and that his trauma was used against him i didn't get that at all from the interview no me either i mean it was like watching it and just watching the parts i'm just like wow like even like the stuff like the tweets like you know where he's just like yeah like why would you collab with a porn star like all this like really harsh stuff but then he's trying to be like oh but i put it out to like you know make trisha feel better and like i'm like well what no and then he like said it's just like i don't know just all the stuff i'm just like "Mm, it's a little like ick he really annoyed me before everything and then watching that i was like i was so mad yeah and then it I was takes really away mad. from like other people and, and not just cooling but just like other people that like actually were affected by it and it's like okay so then everyone else just starts to be like okay this is like now then it becomes the drama of it mm-hmm. and it's like not drama it's like you know very yeah real very johnny was like on, made the rounds on like different podcasts and stuff too and that is also annoying too because he took advantage of other people's platforms but mm-hmm. then too like even it was like a reminder 
that you do have to like be mindful of both sides of the story. And I feel like we try to be too, but like, who's to say I would have been any different? Like, I know he went on a podcast and they were like, so they were so pro Johnny and they wouldn't even like let Joshua, you know, chime in and give his side of the story too. And it's like, there's that element as well. It's like, well, yeah. if you see someone who's like being like a victim who everyone is like supporting and rallying behind, it's hard to also like reach out to the other person who is being accused of things, you know? Yeah, but I, you should you like should. fully get a full side to every story. Yeah. That, that, then it becomes like harmful and dangerous all over again. It's, it's such a – and yeah, like going on a platform, going on all these interviews and stuff, like knowing that you also partook in this bad behavior yeah. is what's crazy, which is why, again, the shock – back to me which was like oh wow we started this whole podcast together knowing you said all this horrible stuff about me like that's what's bizarre to me and like him too doing this I'm like you also partook in this really bad behavior you weren't a child and like Adam was a child so like you know Adam was like I apologize because I partook in this it's like but you were a child so like you really you don't know you don't know better and when you're an adult and you do know better to also like go on all these interviews and then be like well yeah like I can't believe this but meanwhile you're doing the same thing you know do you think it would never come like I don't understand too maybe it was just such a level of like like mentally like disassociating from it that maybe he even believed that he didn't I don't know that's what I don't but, understand that no but that's oh, I don't want to use this word like lightly at all but it's almost like psychopathic where it's just like you just don't think you know what I mean like it's kind of like oh you said all this horrible stuff about me but you're still gonna like start this going to business and stuff like me like the minute we started a podcast I was like I was like hey just so you know like people try to cancel me people hate me for this this and it's like I was very clear I was like oh I don't know why you're about you're problematic or why people don't like you and then she would never tell me and then all of this I'm like that's like almost like psychopathic where you're not going to be like open to someone or you confront someone I'm like oh my god like did you say this about me oh my god never they they were the ones obsessed with you like that's almost like are you okay like this stuff is gonna come out like how do you not know and like even if it doesn't like your conscience like this guilty conscience I'm just like unless like you said unless it's a disassociating thing or they're just so like they don't think it happens or they think they're above it or I don't know I mean especially when there's like text and stuff it's like there's a paper you know it's just it never made sense to me like why why not like fess up at some point and like to go down to like the very last minute when like they really have no other you know escape really than to apologize or confront that you did something shitty yeah it's so bizarre it's it's also like you didn't just say it once like there's times i'm just like oh i don't remember saying that or something or like oh i I totally forgot i said that about someone or whatever but it was like so many times i was on a watch list apparently and i'm like okay if you have like a watch list and you have like your fans helping you out like like you have to know that you did this like it's like it's honestly something that like is the most shocking thing so I feel like it's one of those things too where I'm just like so shook by it and everything that comes out by it I'm just like wow this is like so dark and like sinister and twisted and like affected so many people like if he was also talking to these like underage kids like what is what is wrong with people why are you talking to underage children like period ever like it's just so weird or like lying about bullying Adam and then it's like not happening happening I'm like what what are what is this like I I'm like it's so bizarre and then that kind of reminds me too it's like he had to have known because then he like deleted and the screenshots he sent to Stroop, he deleted the stuff that made him look like a fan. You know what I mean? So he had to have known how it would come across. Did he not know that it doesn't work? Like the other person can still see those messages? Yeah, like yeah. it's – that's so sus. Yeah, when people do that, it's like so sus. Yeah, that's why – the whole thing is just pissed. Just admit you're a fan. Right. So, it makes me so mad. It makes me so mad. Like it never ends, the Colleen never stuff. Ends. It never – there's like layer after layer after layer. And I just feel bad that it keeps like – being brought up and like the every time like the wound starts to uh, close up it's just like 
it's like draining it's exhausting at the same time i mean i do think it's like important to yeah, like keep is. the awareness going because so many things do get brushed under and i feel like this is such a severe situation that i'm just like uh, how is this not how does it now get brushed under as like oh she's been on youtube a while it's a mistake why do people care who cares let's like but it's such a big thing and it's like i don't know especially if your parent have a child like you would care if someone is texting your like teenagers this stuff or like having these adult conversations like it's it's the most it's a very traumatizing thing which i pe- i don't think people realize the trauma unless you've dealt with it and also even now me in my mid 30s thinking about me dealing with that with like adults telling me their situation i used to like i had lots of people tell me i had like two guys that i knew like that were in their 40s when i was a teenager telling me that they were gonna divorce their wives like all this is like drama not for me but just like telling me oh i don't know what to do like my wife is this and it's like at the time you feel special you feel whatever like you're in it and then you're like oh my god this was like a lot to take on and then you're like taking on this guilt and this thing it's just like very weird and then like in my head they were you know they were in my head i'm like oh women are awful women are the problem in marriages like it's like so weird Mm -hmm. i don't know it gets like really deep and really dark and i think this 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 is a lot and like seeing it how it affected swoop how it affects a lot of people and also just like these false accusations it's like so scary that anyone can do this everyone that kind of had preconceived notions about joshua too which i don't think helped and so everyone obviously like would believe Johnny like right away. So it's just like so tricky because it's like you obviously believe the victims, but then you also have to hear the other side. I get that it's like hard yeah. to juggle all sides, but I guess at least with the Colleen stuff, like she had a chance to give her side, and then it was the ukulele. So it's like I you know. think right, which is like honestly, like that to me was like what like I mean yeah, yeah it was like a but, lot. Yeah. But it, I do think in some sense that Johnny was obviously like manipulated in the sense that it's a power dynamic thing where there's someone who has the power who's the celebrity who's paying you who's your employer and so you kind of feel like you need to partake in it or you do it to other people it's kind of like like again the hurt people that hurt people you get traumatized so you're like doing it to other people Mm -hmm. to feel some sort of power or something that's like you know so I do believe like you know he there is like a victim there but again you can't just go around and like hurt people you know like I do think he felt some type of way like he felt I don't know maybe manipulated by her because I think it is a person with the the fame and the power that True. is yeah. in the power position. I think that's an important point too. It's like, yeah, there's a lot of shitty stuff that came out, but at the root of it, there's definitely still like someone who was hurt and like a victim in a way too. And like, you're right. It's like a weird, weirdly kind of reminds me of the Lizzo situation. Like he was an employee, right? And then there was just like stuff and like lines that were crossed, especially he was young. He was an adult, but he was still young, a yeah. young adult, you know? So, and being like a fan, being a young being a young person who's suddenly like on the road mm-hmm. traveling like that's also a whole other dynamic like you're away from home so hard yeah and- so there's definitely like a a route to that yeah. situation it's, it's so tough it's so tough that's i think anything with a fan dynamic is just like super hard because you'll always be the person in power you'll always be able to manipulate intentionally or unintentionally you know you're, you're manipulating the situation because you're the one that has the power and in charge which is like why you're not supposed to have like workplace romances and you know bo- romances with your boss because there's that power dynamic and i think that's like something people like don't see either you know i don't know because it's like fans even in, like with you know david and like the blog squad you know these people were fans they want to be in the vlog so mm-hmm. they compromise they would do things they normally wouldn't do because yeah, of the they... opportunity or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so like that person has a responsibility the person with the power i think has a responsibility so, to like, like protect and... yeah because mm-hmm. it's such a it's such a serious thing and so that's why it's like i don't know keeping people at a distance is like sometimes better for everyone involved you know what i mean especially like you shouldn't be ever having lunch with like a 15 year old fan like if you're in your 30s like and that's weird and no matter how that situation played out like just those details of it is kind of like eerie to me it's like oh well you know we've been waiting here and just like this is a child like that their parents are dropping him off like what it's i don't know 
And there's still a part four, which, uh, how do you feel? Are you going to watch the Swoops interview? I'm a Swoops fan now, so I'm kind of invested. Um, Again, I feel like, you know, you don't have to, like, like someone to also, like, understand that they've also been, you know, I don't know, victim's the right word or hurt, you know, by the whole situation. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. You know, I think all of it's sad. Again, I I wasn't really invested, like, in this era. But Mm -hmm. I can imagine, like, you know, you were a part of, like, a YouTube couple or whatever, right? And then you break up and then you are completely, like, white. You have to, like, completely be wiped off the internet, basically, because it's so bad. After overcoming – dealing with so much and overcoming a lot to be able to, like, finally have an opportunity to be heard. Mm -hmm. That is like it must be like a big relief for him. So I I can understand why he would. Well, that's more again just to, it's to, to not take away the severity of like what the actual like crime was and like this criminal offense with like children. You know, it's one thing to be a crappy person, but it's another thing to be a crappy person to like a child and like True. children involved and like take away like that one girl felt humiliated and to be like oh it was just a joke. It's like okay, well again this is like a focus thing and I get it. Like you know you feel safe enough to come out. There's enough stories and you feel safe enough. And I feel like there's people in my life. I'm like well one day if like a lot of people came about it you know maybe i would chime in too i don't know i know i at least like she said that she does like ask him the hard questions and she doesn't like let him off the hook with anything so if there's anyone i trust to like be fair on both sides and make sure you know it's not like gonna be like a puff piece on right, you know? right. <laughs> yeah and then on the other hand sometimes i mean look i think totally do whatever like i've always said like if you're like a victim of something like you can make a thousand videos and you're in the right for it i don't know i go back and forth but i think yeah if anyone wants a platform and you know they feel safe to come out with something they should you know especially yeah if your life was destroyed allegedly you know by someone or you felt that way like yeah you should yeah so we'll see how that shakes out but how swoop said what interview was seven hours so crazy that is crazy yeah and i hope she does get did she get her monetization because that's a lot of work like period that's so much work it's like did she get it reinstated i don't know because like that's work that is work and it started out as like one she obviously is giving platform to people but at the end of the day it's work you're hiring your crew you're editing you're giving hours of your time you're like being so invested in this like it's actually work I think that's what people forget too is like even like YouTube and stuff like that like it's a job for a lot of people even Adam like you know at the end of the day like you know I'm sure like this stuff is not what he wanted to happen but it's like it is a job this is what he does for a living it's like it's what I do for a living it's just kind of like at the end of the day you know you like talk about it and it just it just is unfortunate that this is like the the story but sometimes you become the story like wendy williams yeah remember when she was like getting divorced like i would ask for privacy right now but i want to give it to you <laughs> i was like yeah that would be me you know i expect it at this point i'm just like yeah i mean people are gonna talk you know and you might as well get on on it if it's part of you you know put your own narrative in there because i hate when people like talk around me or about me and it's like oh god i try so hard to like not talk about it but then it's like okay i need to like, yeah well something. when you have your own chapter in the video you gotta <laughs> i know i know because honestly i I was just like, oh, I don't know if I want to watch this. It's like really, really hard. And and it does get triggering. I saw it. And I got so immediately like triggered when mm-hmm. he was like, oh, well, why are you doing a podcast with a porn star? Anyways, like just so insensitive. And so like, I'm like, Jesus, like you don't care. And I didn't see any of that prior. Like I really didn't see so much of this prior. And even when he put out the pictures, I was just like, oh my God, this is like a lot. And like the emojis he used to censor me and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Or the way he describes, oh, she's butt naked with a big grin on her face. And like, this is my job. Like, this is something that like I hope to get away from one day. It's like, you know, I'm making money in there now and I'm, I'm doing it. But it's not the most, it's not my proudest moments, especially as a mom. And then having that out there. And honestly, it's more of like a humiliation thing. Like I said, there's plenty of ways to contact me like privately with stuff. And it's like, and also to not find out that it was like to force me to talk is like, oh, it just feels so almost like blackmail violation. It's just like a lot. It's just, he kind of sucks. And I, I feel bad for him again. I know he 
he saw this like these people he admired and fame. I know how it feels to be like rejected by people that you like love. And I think that's when you can turn yeah. into like the villain, I guess. You know, I do think that can like turn someone. Um, not an excuse, but it's also like get it together. You yeah. Know? It's an explanation. Don't hurt other people. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, Dr. I learned Tura. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I really did learn a lot. <laughs> no, he's, he's so smart. Yeah. He's as smart as, but yeah, it's like you got you to gotta get it together. And another reason why you just shouldn't, you know, get that close with fans because like ultimately you could hurt them. I mean, I know I've I've heard people who like thought we were like really close friends. You know, they came to a meetup and I like kept in touch with them and then they come to California. I don't hang out with them and then they get really sad. And I like understand that. I totally do, you know. So, but this is like on this like deep level. You're sharing all these intimate things with someone. You're sending them like picture, like, you know, then you feel even closer. So it even hurts more when you're like mm-hmm. rejected, quote unquote. I don't know what the falling out was but obviously he felt some sort of rejection and it made him feel some type of way as anyone would feel I think Adam even talks about that too is just like feeling like um like he what I think he quoted said like he was losing her or something like that when he was like a teen you know teenager so he's like oh, I'm losing her you know I lost her I lost this connection or whatever and I don't really know what it was that happened but it's like yeah that can feel traumatic especially as a child you feel like you just like ruined the greatest thing that could ever happen to yeah. you you had this like connection to someone you admired so much and it could feel the worst and like shame on the adult for like making someone feel that way and making them feel like I love you you're my family and then also like mm, you're fired I'm never talking to you again yeah that's why boundaries are just really boundaries are important yeah yeah you gotta like realize that in general and it's just and if they're underage just don't Don't. like you can be friendly as dr drew says be friendly you can be friendly with them but don't be you don't need to be friends even if you're like 70 like you don't need to be friends if you're 31 you don't need to be friends with anyone that's a teenager Mm -hmm. even if you're 18 19 you don't need to be friends with them period (laughs) period that should be a good name for a podcast period it should be period period and you only talk about your menstrual cycle Period. Period. <laughs> Moses said period to me the other day. I was like, okay, Oscar. He's like, period. What was that? You genuinely said that too. I was like, okay. Period. I love that. Remember when Katy Perry said wig to that uh, guy? Oh, yeah. What does that even mean? Wig? I don't know. Like, you know wig. No. I didn't because they're like, what's wig? I'm like, I've never heard that. You're lying. Wig. No, like wig. wig. Like, oh my God, wig. Like, it's like. Tea? Like, it's kind of like gags. Like, you know, like, oh, it's gag. Wig. Like, I mean, this is like old. Yeah. But oh, I didn't know that one. It was like a couple know. years ago. You, yeah. I remember that. I was like, I don't even know that slang. I don't know too much slang, but I know, now I know wig. But period. Do you know, do you know Itch Bowl? What? <laughs> itch Bowl or Age Bowl? Itch Bowl. Itch? I J B O L. Wait. I J. Itch Bowl. Yeah. No, what is that? <laughs> itch Bowl? Yeah. <laughs> Bad? <laughs> no, it's like the new LOL. Oh, right. I go, LOL's canceled. Yeah, now. LOL's canceled. Yeah, which is funny because I was saying, I don't even know if it's pronounced itch I was saying it ironically to like annoy my boyfriend because I thought it was like stupid. Itch And then now I say it unironically though. I but, love and then that I saw the article. What's it mean? What's, wait, let me go. Oh, yeah, go. Okay. I, itchable. I just utterly, utterly bald laughing. <laughs> Close. I just busted out laughing. It's oh, bold. oh yeah. okay. I was thinking it was a U. I just yeah. busted out laughing. That's cute. It's I don't cute. know about busted out. <laughs> I don't like anything when it's like busted out. Oh, what did I hear someone say? Like, I'm going to bust one out. I'm like, no. Ew. What? Why would you ever say that? It's so weird when to you me. Agree, when you just put an Isbol, it's cuter, I Ishbol's guess. Isbol's cute. Yeah. But LOL is like such a vibe. I always like an LMAO. You know, I'm an LMAO kind of girly, but. I think of the band. I auditioned for like LMAO's video. It was sexy. I know it actually. I think it's on YouTube. I think it's like a green screen audition and it's like me and a bunch of girls and we were told to like be our sexiest and I was like literally like 20 and I was like auditioning and I did not get picked to be in it, which is ironic because like literally once before I was picked to be in the Eminem video. I'm like, okay, LMAO, you're not gonna put me in your video, but Eminem. Eminem will. (laughs) Yeah. Like what? Oh my God. That was funny. 
So yeah, I'm in my Isbol era. Isbol. Um, yeah. You're in your orange sherbet era. <laughs> we look together. We look like rainbow sherbet. You go to Benihana, the orange and the pink sherbet combination is my favorite. And they always give me that lime bullshit. And I'm like, I am not a lime girly <laughs> at all. We need a pop-off episode, Oscar. What is our pop-off episode going to be? We really have to nail this down. I know. We really got to get the guests down. Brittany, The Weeknd, Taylor, um, Ariana. Addison. Addison. Oh, yeah, Addison would definitely do yeah. it. Yeah. We just need one breakthrough. Yeah. I mean, I'm thankful for all the guests that have been on. By the way, we have like a sick lineup yeah, of guests Yeah, Trish has up. been really busy. Like, I mean. Busy. Bookings I, left and up. right. A lot of my glam people, shout out to my glam people who have like a connection to all the girlies and they'll like text me and they'll be like, oh, I'm with so-and-so, the person that does my hair and makeup. And like, I would love to do your podcast. I was like, no way. I get really excited. So we had some really good guests this week and we're filming all this week, which is like so fun. I don't know why. I feel like we're like stockpiling. Like, are, are you still going on vacation? I don't know. I still have to figure that out. But don't yeah. forget, we have a tier, a tier list going. So like a referral fee if you get us a good guest. Oh, yeah. I mean- <laughs> For real. I mean, that's a smart idea. But then we were kind of talking about, I'm like, isn't that kind of like ick? Like who are, like the friend that refers them? Like, why are you referring stuff? Like if someone did that to me, someone paid $300 to get me as like a guest, I'd be like, that's kind of weird. Why are you doing that? <laughs> True. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. But we got to take what we can get. If it gets That's us. true. If it gets Addison, if you want, what, a $50 Raising Cane's gift card. Uh, love. <laughs> we'll Raising Cane's sponsors so many podcasts. They sponsor Theo Fawn, BFFs. I'm like, how are they not a sponsor? I don't really know, but you guys, it is cold here. The hurricane has come and gone. We are bundled. I do love wearing a giant blanket for a wardrobe because it's like, I don't have to worry about my belly. This week we got some hot girlies and I'm wearing short skirts and crop tops. So I don't know how this is going to look, but we're going to just go for it because I have body dysmorphia where I think I'm so skinny until I see myself next to Holly Madison's perfect knees. She has great knees. She does have great knees. But All right, girly pops. And to the straight guys, too, if you're watching. Don't watch if you are a straight guy. <laughs> no. But to all the guys, we love you. Wig, ishbol, period, period, and period. And I am not on my period. Was on my period. I'm not pregnant, but maybe soon. Although I don't, I think we're going to stop trying for a couple months. I do not want a summer baby. I don't want June or July babies. No, don't have a cancer. Uh, cancer Take it from me. Yeah, don't. Mm. It's too much. We're pretty positive. Watch me say that, and like the you know we have sex, and then like boom, that's the time. Because we were doing it every day now, and then because we were trying for March when we met, and then I was trying for April. Okay, a diamond birthstone, and then May, my birthday. And I'm like, ooh, if we now if it's like September, it's like now it's like June, July. Yeah, cancers wear a lot, so be careful. Oh, are you? A cancer? I'm a cancer. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you're like don't have a cancer. No, it were. It's just like we're so. But you're so sweet. I would love it if you were my son, if I had a son like you. <laughs> you are great. I like love it. And you're so sweet. And we love. All right, guys. Thanks for watching the Just Trist podcast. Look out for a very special guest this week. I'm so excited. We're actually interviewing her tomorrow. And I'm so excited. I'm going to cry. So there's going to be a lot of great guests. Thanks for watching Just Trish with my co-host Oscar and our techie Moses Moshe. And Brady, I got you, girl. You want to come on the podcast? I got you. We are so all about you. Do you keep posting those hot? TikToks. We love you. Dave's Hot Chicken. We love you too. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode.